This upcoming concert season will be all about the boots, and Tecovis is your stop for the best in Western style. Tecovis has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring and summer, including men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and more. All Tecovis boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tecovis has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. It's hard to find this level of comfort paired with this level of style. Stop by your local Tacova store, have a complimentary drink or two, that's WCB style, and shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and friendly staff are at your service. Many stores even have leather custom branding to make your boots truly personalized. And with regular live music and events, there's no in-store experience like it. If you can't make it into a store, just visit Tacovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. They offer free shipping on all boots, as well as free returns and exchanges, and ship right to your door. Go to tecovis.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. Fishing like a local isn't just about catching fish. It's about connecting with the environment and the people who call it home. It's about hearing the stories and traditions that have been passed down for generations and sharing unforgettable moments with the people you meet along the way. Fishing like a local is having an experience that stays with you forever. And with Fishing Booker, you can experience it too, no matter where you are. Discover your next adventure on Fishing Booker. Episode of the Working Class Bowhunter Podcast. We are right here at 30 Rackway, beautiful Bucketorium, fantastic New Windsor, Illinois. I'm Steve. In the studio today is Doug. What up? Eric. Yep. Kurt. Hello. <laughs> Glad you're home. We couldn't do this without you. Stuff. And uh, <laughs> hey, in the studio today, we've got someone we haven't had in a while, but uh, I'm glad he's back, Mr. Dana Pace. Sup, guys? Dana, more like Dana setting the pace. Good Lord, we'll get into that later. You like that? Wow. That was good. That was it was. Good. It was all right. It was all right. It was all right. Thanks, That's Eric. your new nickname forever. If we give you a nickname on the podcast, it <laughs> it's sticks. It's Dana stinks. setting the pace. All right. <laughs> <laughs> That's him in, during shed season. But you're, you ain't even here to talk about sheds. But again, we'll get no, into that no. in a minute um, once we get into the meat of the episode, which we're going to get into the episode, but we could not do this episode without our good friends over at HHA Sports. Oh. Guys. We are all having some some luck better than others with our uh, with our single pin sights. A little bit. I don't think you guys know that you have a sight on your bow. <laughs> I, I know I do. We all have a deer mm. down in here though this year. Yeah. That's true. That's, That's true. But I just thought so like maybe after there. that you guys no, forgot. Lips or not, bro. We still got a deer down. <laughs> Steve's never killed a deer that's had sex before. Oh dear God. <laughs> well, hey man, <laughs> that's you a got, fact. Though. You're doing great, man, dude. You got that title. You've done it. Dude, killing virgin deer is what I do best. You got you got the virgin slam. <laughs> that sounds so wrong. That does the so wrong. Slam. So wrong. So wrong. HHASports.com. Use code WCB15. They are so thankful for our advertisement. Uh, podcast also brought to you by Scent Crusher. And we use Scent Crusher in the studio every week with the room clean because Steve sometimes just doesn't shower. He leaves that little blip of personal hygiene out of his uh just daily regimen smells like a dumpster when i walked in i walked by him and i swore i smelled rutting elk peter <laughs> <laughs> rutting elk peter just, just like 
piss all over himself. Yeah. And, and <laughs> all mud. up in that beard. <laughs> yeah. I was like, what are you doing at work? <laughs> Nothing. Mind your business. I'm rubbing my legs together and pissing on myself. I'm working my territory. Sincrusher.com. <laughs> and uh, they also love our advertisement. <laughs> We're doing great. We're just going to sabotage all of our <laughs> <laughs> North American Whitetail Championship. Something Steve will never get to officially compete in or have a chance of winning. Or like North American Whitetail Virgin Hey, if you won the fifty grand, what would you do with it? Oh, dude, I would probably end up dead in three days. From what? Don't honestly, answer that. Honestly, North American White Tail Championship. Don't something embarrassing. Not even drugs or women. It would be something stupid like, oh, dude, Steve tried to go. Cheeseburgers. Steve overdosed on cheeseburgers. Cheeseburgers. He had a fucking stroke. Yeah. <laughs> dude, why can't that dude do anything cool he overdosed money? on Arby's. He, he made put, it two grand in. He bought a monster <laughs> truck but doesn't know how to drive stick shift. What an idiot. No, he bought an actual monster energy truck. <laughs> <laughs> Can of bang. <laughs> bang energy. North American White Tail Champion. Uh, use code WCB25. Fucker by choke on a french fry and die. <laughs> hey, can you leave me in your will? Yeah, sure. You can have the rest of the 15 grand. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the podcast is also brought to you by Lone Wolf Custom Gear. And man, mine has done me well this season, ladies and gents. Uh, hang and bang. I found success. There's a lot of people killing critters out of them. Use code wcb at LoneWolfCustomGear.com. I got pictures of deer that look like they had sex, so I'm not shooting them. On your, on your undercover camera? On cam? my undercover camera, yeah. Which, uh, They'll that, take great photos and great video, by um, the way. I'm a big fan. Easy to, if I can figure out how to use it, dude, you can too. I'll okay, we didn't, we didn't sabotage easy. them in any way. Uh, should we? Yeah, we're sabotaging our Oh, all right, yeah, we'll sabotage them. Oh, uh, um, yeah, by the way, it also works uh, in your house, so you hey, can do you uh, got any watch pictures, yourself sleeping. What? Pictures of bucks with weak G3s? Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> no, dude, I got you I got to pass those one. I got no. There, there is a, there is a buck with some stingy, stingy, stingy G four. So I just deleted those pictures immediately. Yeah, didn't even share them. Good call, man. Good call. <laughs> Good call. Um, podcast also brought to you by Elite Archery. We're all shooting the ritual. Hopefully, soon to be shooting the cure. I haven't oh. shot mine in a while. Yeah, yeah. Why, Why is that, Eric? Because I haven't shot anything. You guys are being picky. I think. I think. Yeah. We were yeah. in the early season, yes. Nothing wrong with picky. Didn't want to let picky. the elites eat, huh? We did not. They you hungry. Are, dude, you guys are emaciating your elites. I shot a twig. I did do that. Oh, that was yeah, cool. that was story. pretty cool. I mean, that's skill. You haven't told that story you know on the I mean? show yet, have you? No, we haven't told it anymore. Ooh, I don't think so. We're going to have to get into <laughs> some story time so. here. Wait, that's <laughs> kind of an interesting story, what happened before I shot that deer. That's a dot, dot, dot for another episode, I okay, think. Okay, let's do that. Die, but die, dang, die. see your guys' elites are hungry. Steve's ate, but it's still hungry because it didn't get <laughs> enough. Didn't get dude, enough. my fucking my elite is starving. Is it? Yes. Yeah, dude. It's got that malnutrition, huh? And now it's gun season, so it's all right. Well, well, hopefully, pull it together with your elites. We didn't actually sabotage them. Check out Elite Archery, the Cure, the Ritual. They're all good. Um, Old Barn Taxidermy is getting some visits from us this year well for me from you um yeah. never been yeah. there <laughs> never been not yet <laughs> wait you weren't there with us uh-uh. no no you weren't Idiot. awesome place good people man they got quite the facility uh julian uh the guy who mounted all our deer last year is working mm-hmm. there full time and julian's incredible a dude that's like actually super passionate about taxidermy and deer and just everything outdoors it's pretty cool it's it, you want your taxidermist to be like super into it yep. because He's going to do a good job every right, time. Right. You know, um, and the owner, Sam, told me that uh, anyone that brings a deer over 170 for every inch, 
It's over 170. You get to talk to him for 30 seconds about pro wrestling. Oh, that's so, a good deal. Man, that's a real good deal. So I'm bring not them in that club, in. I guess. What an honor. <laughs> all right, all right, fine. Hey, it's a special holiday deal. Merry Christmas. Any deer over 150, every inch after that, you get to go talk to him for if, 30 seconds of pro wrestling. If you've killed a deer that you can prove had sex, then you get to talk to him for a little bit of Look, time. I got pictures of him from me behind a bush. I was watching him. Jesus. All right. Check out Old Barn Tax Room, I guess, if you feel like it. It's up to you. It's up to you. If you go there, tell them WCB sent you and that we're the coolest. Make sure you add that part in. Yeah, we're the coolest. Not that hard to do. You know? Fort Madison, Iowa, we should add. Yeah. yeah. It's a very cool place. Um, good spot. Good spot. They should do a – They should do. A, I don't know if they'll do tours by the tannery. I don't, maybe they won't. I don't know. Eh, I don't they're, they're busy. But we, it's super cool. We got the old special treatment. Oh, we did. Um, hey, do you have a veteran shout-out? I do. Matter of fact, Dana, thanks for coming back. No problem. Pleasure to be here. Why would you come back, Dana? I like I to know. talk big bucks. Dana's the team hanging banger in the in the house, he man. Is. He is. What you got? All right. So this is our send in for our uh, good buddy Chad Roax. Roax. I should know how to say his name, but I don't. Um, but the veteran's name is uh, Matt Lewandowski. Uh, he was in the army. And Chad wanted to say here, Matt was one of my best friends growing up and still remains a close friend today. He has served our country since 2000 when he entered basic training at Fort Jackson. He then became military police where he served tours in Kosovo and Iraq. Uh, Matt has provided 19 years and 11 months of service to our country where he's still an MP, platoon sergeant in Indiana. Matt is also an avid outdoorsman where he's able to or where and was able to stick a nice 10 point this year. Matt, you're one hell of a man, and no one can ever thank you enough for all of your service or your sacrifice. Uh, Matt, thank you for your service to this country. We really appreciate it. Thanks, Matt. Yeah, thank you. Thank and you, brother. Thank you, sir. Yes, we could not uh, we could not go out here and say the stupid shit that we do without uh, guys like you getting our backs. So, I mean, that means yes, sir. means the fucking world to us, to be honest with you. Chad, thank you for sending that in. Congrats on the buck this year, Matt. Awesome buck. Let's send, uh, send some pictures of that, will you? Um if you do, guys do have a vet shout-out, go to workingclassbowhunter.com under the contact tab. There's a uh, there's a link that you can follow. Send in a vet. Send in all the uh, information, and we'll get it uh, get it here on the show. Okay, so after great debate, we're trying something new for Steve's news segment. So Steve's got a new Ooh. segment, and we're going to try a new like style of it. And I hope you're ready because this is what I think will be the saving grace if he can pull it off on this new segment. Do you think he's going to be able to pull it off, though? No. No, I don't think so. He's so this going to be, so be the last well, new segment ever. Fat. So Steve does. <laughs> Dana, I'm, I don't know if you've heard the new segment. Steve pitches his new segment. We listen to the pitch. We clap between new segments, and then Steve does his thing. So feel free to join along with us. Uh, and at home, too, when you're driving, listening yeah, at work. Clap a little. Clap yeah. along with us, you know. Make him feel better. Your kid's in the car. Take your hands off the steering wheel and clap. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> Please don't do that. We don't need to be held Okay, do we get, do you want to, we got to make a new news jingle. Do you think so? Do you want to do it right off the spot? or do you Can want you to grab me a beer before you do this? Yeah, grab me one, too. We Thank need to you. just make like a legit news song, I think. Dana, have you heard the oh, new they, segment? Off the top of our heads? Thanks, Dana. No, I mean yes, like I an actual pre-recorded news. What do you think? Jinx? It sucks, oh, doesn't it? I got you. Uh, it's borderline right now. <laughs> You're going to have to. <laughs> All right, we're going to impress It's Dana. better than the last new segment. Here, let's just do this. I think Dana's the, the deciding factor if this stays or goes. Yeah, I like Tonight. that. So you got your news ready? Because I'm going to oh, just yeah. do a quick voice intro like we're on like a talk show. Because we are. Are you ready? Breaking news. Let me crack a brewski. This is a long one. Or I think Doug should do it. 
What are we doing? Just give a, a good, like, here's Steve with the news. All right, I got one. Okay. Now here's Steve with the news. Deer hunting could soon be allowed in St. Louis County parks. People could be going for their morning or evening runs at the same time an archery hunt is happening. Our news partners here at uh, St. Louis Post-Dispatch reports that a measure to approve bow hunting in St. Louis County parks was approved by the county council. This would help curb deer overpopulation. Hey, look, now Cardinals fans have something to do in October. That was horrible. (laughs) (laughs) All right. All right. Close. I mean, it's news. News isn't always funny, I guess. We all remember that. A man who was operating as a hunting guide without a license and was facing four felony charges of exploitation of wildlife has had his cases dismissed. Randall Scott Lehman, Jr., 28, of Fayetteville, Tennessee, was scheduled to go to trial Tuesday in the Northwest District Court uh, in Watford City. But didn't. But that didn't happen. The case against Lehman began October 14, 2018, when a Divide County Sheriff's de- uh, Department deputy made a stop on a vehicle parked on a rural road. Conservation. Bleh. Oh, you man, you fuck it up. Man. You, you, gotta, you read too much, you botch it. <laughs> yep. Nope. Ladies and gentlemen, this is the last news segment. Nah, get out of here. Conversation with... And we're uh, back. With an occupant revealed that he was hunting with an outfitter identified as Layman. Investigation revealed that Layman did not have a license to guide North Dakota. No explanation as to why the cases were dismissed, although it is my theory that the judge did not want to lose his deposit. Is that the end? Chirp, chirp, chirp. Man. All right. I hope that was it. The, The news isn't always funny. No. Two Virginia men will serve one year of <laughs> oh probation and pay twenty thousand in fines and restitution for illegally shooting wildlife in Nebraska. Prosecutors announced that 39-year-old Greg Davis of Rucker, Ruckersville, Virginia, and 44-year-old Chadwick Graham of Charlottesville, Virginia, were sentenced Monday in U.S. District Court in Omaha. Prosecutors say Davis unlawfully shot a white-tailed deer with a three hundred eight caliber rifle prior to legal shooting hours in 2015, and That'll then killed the animal with a suppressed 17-caliber rifle. Damn. So he had a three hundred eight. He had a suppressed <laughs> 17. <laughs> He's strapped. He's like, damn, dude, you never dude, know. That guy was not fucking around. It's tough out here. He then transported the trophy parts out of Nebraska for taxidermy services before placing them in his home. This is the second shot with the suppressor would probably have not been heard if the audible booyah right before... Was yelled. Okay. Way to bring it back. You saved it. I'll give you. Way to bring it back a little bit. Oh, Dan is clapping now. You're bringing him back. You're bringing him back. I thought we were. Reeled me back in with that. I thought we buried this damn Yeah, still still beating that dead horse. I I almost took a nap there for a second. Dude, is that it? No. A (laughs) A DNR conservation officer recently learned that firsthand when he investigated a dispute between two brothers in which one of them eventually admitted to spraying deer repellent around his brother's hunting stands in Michigan. Dude, they were fucking talking about this on Dwyer's and Michael's today. How the hell did... <laughs> how do you get caught? Like, how did they find out he did that? So, okay, so they had a competition with the two... The two brothers have a competition every year. Uh-huh. And the one brother's like, dude, I've been seeing 30 deer a night. And the one brother's like, I haven't seen a fucking thing in a month. Like, not in a single deer. So he's like, I'm going to put some trail cameras up, but didn't tell his brother. Uh-huh. So he had him on trail cam, uh-huh. and this guy's there spraying shit, and it's illegal <laughs> as fuck. Oh, it is? <laughs> yes. 
<laughs> keep going, Steve. He'll get to it, probably. Well, according to an official report, the ordeal took place in Nuego County. What a dick of a brother. At the start <laughs> of firearm season when CO Mike Wells received a complaint of a hunter of hunter harassment. Listen, all I want to say is on the bright side, at least there's one spot in Michigan where a year-and-a-half-year-old buck won't get shot. I like that. <laughs> I actually and, like that one. And that's that what he got charged with was, like, hunter harassment. So did his brother oh, yeah. turn him in or what? <clears throat> yeah, he turned him in. Well, he's like, hey, I had this picture of this guy spraying this shit, and then they found out, come to find out, it was his brother. Oh. That's hilarious. Who would do that? Eric, have you ever seen deer? What an a-hole, man. I use dryer sheets. Well, yeah, yeah, because um, <laughs> I used to work at Farm and Fleet for anyone not in Wisconsin, Iowa, Fleet Illinois. Farm. Fleet Farm or Tractor Supplies Lane, but it's a Tractor Supply farm store, whatever. Uh, old timers would come in and be like, oh, yeah, if you want to keep deer away from your garden, you put Irish Spring soap and a sock and tie it up on a tree limb or <laughs> on a fence post. And then, like, every time it rains, it just, like, gets, you know what I mean? Yeah. I'm like, oh, well, now you know. Well, thank you, Steve, for that new segment. There's more. Oh, Mm -hmm. fucking chop chop. Jesus Christ. Letting you guys go. Finally, a Camp Douglas man previously convicted of a felony is facing new charges for possession of a firearm after he went hunting. James Wilson, 42, and you do have to look this up and see his uh, mugshot. I'm not joking. It's fucking great. Of Camp Douglas is charged with felony possession of a firearm by a felon. According to the criminal complaint, at about 8 a.m. on November 24th, two Department of Natural Resources Conservation Wardens arrived at the residence in Orange to follow up uh, on a deer hunting investigation for the Juneau County Sheriff's Office. On November 23rd, information was received. Wilson had been hunting behind his residence with a firearm. A records check showed no hunting license for Wilson and that he was a convicted felon. While he may face jail time, it isn't all bad news. His new celly that's in the booty house is going to let him know that, hey, bro, in here, you have to fear no evil. Damn, all right. Jeez. And that's the news for this week. Dude, we're not doing the news anymore. Yeah, that's for sure. You guys don't like the long one? All right, I'll, nah, I'll start. Those to were format. all long as fuck. Do you proofread these first? No, he doesn't no. even practice them. Fuck no. <laughs> no I like, yeah, I do, but I... No, you don't. You, you pass in the stick- mirror? I said we were going to try a new format, and you didn't stick to it. I stuck to it. No, yeah, you he didn't. You guys, you guys did your thing. I'm not being rude. You guys are doing your thing. Oh, man. No one's ever going to get what Steve, we tried new. you suck. Yeah, you guys suck. And that was Steve with the news. Thank you. All right. Dana well, Page. If, if we, What's up, well, man? If we don't What's get the news, no, can I, I don't still write a joke once a week about yeah, you, you know do, who? You can do that. But we're talking about oh, Dana Pace now. Jesus. We're talking about Dana Pace. All right. Let's talk about Dana. Dana Pace, welcome back, man. Get into this. How we doing? Dude, you have been... An antler animal in general since, I mean, you always have been, but... Since the day we met him. Yeah, since the day, I mean, you did first podcast with us two years ago. Yep. And then we've done, we tried to do one a year, but we missed one last year somehow. Yeah. And then, of course, Team Hang and Bang, you're, you're part of the crew, which is awesome. Yes, sir. So, th- so thank you for that and all the support. Thank you. You're always repping the brand. Always. I mean, really, you are setting the pace. Yeah, I killed it. I'm sorry. Damn, uh, that's the second thing I've killed this episode. <laughs> More shit than I've killed this okay, season. I'm gonna turn this. <laughs> mute him. Mute him. Tell, uh, so, we've done an introduction about who you are and what you do and stuff like that before, but I think that we just have a lot more uh, new listeners now. That I think that a reintroduction is necessary. Um, okay. Because you're an antler animal of like all levels. I feel. Um, I guess just say who you are and like what you do and what kind of got us to meet. 
and, and I guess as all right, well, crew, to crew uh, or whatever. Uh, it's weird. Talk about yourself. So, <laughs> yeah, just give us your whole history. I have a uh, I I'm an antler carver, and I uh, I carve just about anything you can think of out of moose and whitetail and carve mini sheds and I carved I started carving morels back in 1999 Shit. and uh damn, started, that long? yeah yeah fresh out of well not fresh out of high school but two years out of high school damn, and I was nine wow. and, uh, I didn't know that it all started from one of those just like your walking stick there in the yeah, corner yeah yeah I was at a mushroom hunting contest and uh a guy was selling them and they 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 didn't look very good I mean they and I went home and and you were like I can do better. I could, yeah. do, be- I could do way better than that. Went home, uh, got a piece of mulberry out of the out of the timber back behind my house, and uh, that wood that wood is shit to work with. Yeah, let me tell you. But uh, obviously, none of us knew. Yeah. <laughs> no one did. <laughs> like, yeah, well, yeah, mulberry. It's 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 <laughs> horrible to work with. But uh, yeah, and then after after carving wood for a couple years, I went to antler and it. It burns a lot cleaner. You're not breathing the smoke. I mean, antler dust is... It smells like shit. It smells like shit, and yep. it's not really good for you. So if you wear a mask, you, you're good. But mm-hmm. yeah, and then I just started started in morels, and then I got bored with them, started moving on to other things, and then went into making mini sheds. And Dude, those mini sheds are the coolest. Oh, they're yeah, awesome. they keep me busy. Explain we, we what the mini sheds here, are. Not here. So a mini shed is I basically I take the main beam or... Or any any massy massive antler that yeah. I can get a hold of, like moose, and moose, and then uh, big thick white tails that people you know that they'll find and they're all chewed up. Yeah. Well, I can make something out of them, and mm-hmm. I'll basically cross section them and then whittle them down into mini shed antlers. And it's so cool. And you do like you can do a replica of someone's deer yep. on a shed antler. Yep, I can With get the pretty skull, close. Skull and everything though, too. Uh, I have I have graduated, not graduated, but I have moved on to doing mini euro skulls and then all out of antler, one all out one of antler. piece. Yep. Damn. And then this year I I finally got ballsy enough and started doing actual moose paddles. Never thought that I had the uh Dude, had the skill for it. Those are incredible. They've yeah. they've turned out pretty good. So just one shed antler one side, how long does that take you, roughly? Uh, for a mini shed, right? For a, a mini, mini shed, shed, depending on how many points it's got and how much character there is, it starts out about two, two and a half hours, and then the more complicated it gets, the more character that it's got. And, it's crazy. You know, I, I've got some mini sheds that have taken me four hours. Uh, that That's the, quicker than I thought, to be honest. The Euro Skulls, I got about... I, I get about... Takes me about eleven hours to do a year on. Oh, year really? Skull. Yeah, it's really time consuming and it's hard on the eyes. The detail is insane, and so how do you choose the right part, like to start like a whole year? Uh, basically, I first off, I've the only thing that I can really do euros out of are moose antler. Oh, okay. Big giant gotcha. chunky bases. Yeah, and uh, you know, I don't. Most of the time, I don't have any set design that I'm looking for, I just, I go where the magic takes me. Right. Really? Yeah. Whatever it looks like, I just, I start working off of that and then hmm. go the, wherever it What goes. I like about your morel carvings, which by the way, I, 
more people I know, I find out like, oh, you have one a Dana. Would you a Dana art a Dana Pace art piece or Dana Dana Pace piece? Piece, but Pace piece. Oh, like my buddy Brian Johnson, I didn't know you guys knew each other, and he yep. had the little keychains done. Oh yeah, and I'm like, oh yeah, my buddy does those, and he's like, yeah, Dana, and I'm like, yeah, and I, I grabbed it, and I was like, where is his signature on here? And I found it. Do you do you advertise what your signature is? Uh, yeah, I do. That when I okay, almost every piece that I sell, I advertise that it's got my signature deer track in the spore pattern, and I try to hide it in there. You know, yeah. you know that way. And most of the time, anybody that knows my work, they pick it up and they try to look for that deer track. Yeah, that's a, that's right. such a good idea, man. Yeah, every every antler, or I'm, I take that back, every mushroom that I've ever carved has had that deer track in it. Do you do it on anything else besides the mushrooms? Nope, just, just the, the mushrooms. mushrooms. And then everything else, I put my signature on. That's so freaking cool. That's a that's a great idea. How would you think of that? I couldn't tell you. He did it. So there's probably people who don't know what. You're talk, they want to see what the mini shed looks like. They want to see this like full antler Euro. Like, where can they see pictures of this stuff online? Uh, you can either friend me on Facebook, or you can go to my Facebook carving page, which is Antler Ridge Carvings. And then, or if you're on Instagram, I'm uh, at Bone Hunter without the e, so it's B O N E H U N T R. And then I post pictures all the time. And then if you're listening to this and you're like, oh, I need to look that up, you can go just to our page, and he's tagged in the description of this episode on social, on Instagram and Facebook. So that's awesome, man. It's pretty incredible stuff. It is. It's it's come a long way over the years. I mean, my – I look at my first carvings – now and i'm like man those are hideous <laughs> <laughs> to us they'd probably be like that yeah weird. yeah but you know when you're when you're an artist you nitpick everything and that's the only way you get any better is if yeah you know yeah, you, that's right you, you, you gotta be hard it, on yourself you got well, to and speaking of something that you're an artist in and this isn't even getting to the meat of the episode the reason why we i believe where we first met we, we learned about that later, but uh, you're you are a shed hunting artist. I am a shed it's, hunting uh, freak. It, it's it, would it's you say insane. you like shed hunting more or whitetail hunting more? Oh, that one's a tough one. Uh, that's that's a tough question. Gun to your head, you got to pick. Uh, shed hunting, really? Yeah. See, and that is like that was the main focus on the mm-hmm. the episodes we've done in yep. the past was were shed hunting because, I mean, you are the, you're the shed god. I the shed god. Yes. Don't get me wrong. I love my whitetail hunting. And I love I love getting in a stand and 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 trying to shoot big bucks, but you know it's cool Jeez. to be able to go out and shed hunt and pick up a, a shed off of a deer that's two and a half year old that yeah. you know the character you know because it's hard to tell you know one yep. year old but or a one and a half year old but when you start creating history with a deer and watching right. it grow through the years and knowing that you know. You know, in, in most in some of the property, I can't even really technically hunt on, just shed hunt. Yeah. But uh, you know, it's cool showing the landowner, hey, I got pictures of that buck last year. I got sheds of that buck last year, and then right. You know, he's you you build it up, and it's, yeah, it's cool, man. Yep. And, and hell, we've had a lot of conversations about it, like even off the podcast. Sometimes it's almost like shed hunting is harder than. I feel sometimes it's it's easier to kill a deer with a good rack than to find like like the buck I killed this year. Well, one of the like either or one of the buck I've never found a set like that. I tell you, you talk to a lot of the big the the guys that put up big numbers, and it's like it's honestly, a quantity of sheds. You yes, mean? you're one of those guys, though, right? I I try to be. I, yeah, I, you're I, one of those guys. You are those guys. 
But it's it's easier to find a set of sheds off of a 190-inch buck than it is killing one. Yeah. It's way easier, you know, because you, you figure out their pattern. You figure out. Wait, say that again. Say that, Repeat that again. I, might, I heard that backwards. It's easier to find a set of sheds off of a 190 than it is to kill a 190. Okay. Yes. I never I, killed I, a 190 or found a set of 190, so I don't know. I'm I sorry. would say, but <laughs> no, I'm, I'm backwards <laughs> on that. I feel backwards on that because I don't ever find, like, a lot of my big bucks on the wall, I've never found sheds that big. Like, it seems like the sheds I find are, like, the they're, it's always the year before you'd want to kill it. Those are the sheds well, I find. Oh, yeah. And uh, who knows? Maybe I got somebody else's shed. But I, th- yeah. but I think with Dana, though, like, I feel like if you see a giant buck on camera, you're going to pattern that, that buck to try and find his sheds. Yep. Yeah, that, which Instead is instead of you're trying to kill him, right? But which maybe I should change my hard set of thinking, my hardwired thinking to what he is thinking because it's a full circle. Yeah, one eighty that. Yeah, to be or one ninety that, bro. One, oh. Oh. Hey, by the Damn. way, real quick, Damn. I just want to point this out. You did, uh, Dana. You were on episode fifty six, uh, and you were on one twenty six. But I thought you were on after that. No, I think that sounds right. 126? Yeah, that's on before I did. A long time ago. Wow, I thought you'd done one in the 200s. Look how much gray I've had since then. (laughs) Um, So I'll be honest, all the gray has came since he started the new segment. Yeah. I've got to listen to that. Just within a few months. (laughs) Damn, dude. Dude, That shit's gone now. (laughs) This dude's going to be dead in two days if we don't get rid of that freaking (laughs) segment. Benjamin buttoned me. (laughs) Oh, my God. But that's an interesting – I don't care about what you're going to say, Steve. That's an interesting concept. It is. Try and you think of your. I I just don't need, like I'm trying to wrap my head around it into like what to say, but that's like like pattern them for their sheds, and then the following year you're gonna kill them. Yeah, but I will say I don't have any sheds off of this buck here. There's a big giant buck sitting on the studio table, yeah. which we're going. We're Dude, getting, the thing we're is, getting, as wide as a table. So let's let's oh, get into shit. that and let's talk. How many years do you have this deer on pick, on camera? Uh, just this year. Just this year. Okay, so yeah. let's do this. Let's talk sheds into this your hunting yeah. season of this year because. Yeah, because I had a pretty good shed season too. Yeah, quick yeah. Point. Let's talk about your shed season. Right. Did you? Because on on previous That's episodes, right. you always said you wanted to do. This is the point that you didn't care about. Yeah, you changed it up. You're going to say something stupid. No, this and is you, this, decide you better get serious. This, this is the point I, <laughs> yeah. I wanted. To make. Good call, bud. <laughs> yeah, allegedly. Uh, when when you. Talked about you always wanted to have a season. I, I forget the numbers. Uh, I apologize. Like eighty and eighty. Wasn't it was it? like yep. an eighty and eighty. You wanted 80 to find 80. eighty sheds and an eighty inch, inch side. And eighty inch side. Um, have you completed that since we talked last? I have this year. I completed that. Fucking I hit a, the eighty inch club and the ninety inch club all in one find. Damn. Let's, let's talk about it then. Let's talk about it because that's fucking insane. That is, is insane. Here's something I I truly need to tell our listeners when. It's always. It seems like every year I'm like, I don't know when to hit my first shed hunt. Like, how many deer are still holding? Whatever. When Dana Pace starts finding sheds, that's when you. That's go when up. you start looking for sheds. <laughs> Dana's the almanac. And, you, and I will tell you this by, and I'm giving. I feel I'm giving you a pretty good plug. If you follow Dana on Facebook or Instagram, and you see him him start posting pictures of sheds, you might want to think about making plans to get out there within. It's time to move in hey, a say few it. weeks. Say it. I got a question for say you, it. Dana. Say it. Say what? Say he's he, setting the pace. He's setting the pace. Thank if you, you thank know you. this or not, <laughs> that's all I what's the earliest you found a shed and what's the latest? Uh, the earliest, a fresh one, a freshie. The freshie. earliest fresh shed. Uh, so 
this might have been six or seven years ago. Dude, guys that listen to this are like, <laughs> I can't wait for shed season. Yeah, they're already out looking now. As soon as I say this, they're going to be out looking. Right. But I believe my first, my earliest shed was on December 16th. Wow. Ooh, that's coming up. So we've heard With, five days. I got, if I can find the pictures, I'll Better show you guys. That. This episode will, that'll already be passed by the time this airs probably. It will. You should have been out there. You already missed it. Yep. <laughs> all all the deer it. have dropped. I'm telling you, Girls you got get it. out there. Oh, What's weird is even so many guys like me anxiety right now. Dude, it lapsed during third rut. It was, it was a wild fucking time. So December 16th, your first freshie. Yeah, and that, that it was a five-point side in the snow, and... Uh, I was I was out doing a, a deadhead walk, you know, after the gun seasons are done. I like to go out and oh, really? do a quick walk through, see if I can find any deadheads before rodents chew them up over the winter and stuff like that. Yeah. Fucking squirrels. And, uh, fucking squirrels. Fuck them all. <laughs> Dude. Fuck, are they fast? But I found I found this deer's shed, and it, had, it was it's a cool picture because it's got blood all over the shed and everything. And then I didn't find his match, which was fresh. Until I believe it was well, I think it was like March twentieth. Holy fuck! You, wow. I think you told us on the podcast. It's coming back to me a little bit. Yep. So that same deer shed one December, and then the other one yep. sometime. And I may have the the dates a mixed little up, off, but, but it's pretty but that close time to frame that. is definitely well, December and March. Wild. Yeah, December and March. Wow. So was that your earliest shed and your latest shed? No, the same deer. No, okay. I mean that's like that one kid in high what, school that what, was balding. That's just weird. What about your latest freshie? My latest freshie, I've found him all the way in mid-April. Fresh? Yeah. Wow. Yep. I think uh, during turkey season three years ago, uh, we found three freshies in off of a food plot that weren't there the week prior. <coughs> really? Yep. All right, let me hit you with this, and then I want to get into like your insane. eighty and ninety inch club. <laughs> if listeners are out there, are like, man, that's a, such a wide variety. Look for sheds. It is. It's if you had to pick two weeks, two weekends, or two weekdays for the, depends what the working class can pull off. Take your shedcation. <laughs> what would you? What two weeks would you pick? I would pick the first two weekends in March. Okay. Yep. Back to back. Yep, back to back. That's good. I would say. Uh, I mean, they'll to get your highest quality or highest quantity of numbers. Yeah, I would save it till till those two weeks because all the deer will stay herded up. If you're not in there pressuring them, you know they're going to end up staying herded up and bedding in the same spots. And then you'll find you'll find a lot more antlers in a concentrated area. Right. And it all you know. This year I had to change it up a bunch because our winter was a little harsher than it's been. Yeah. In in past years, in the it, I, the deer were bedding in different spots. They were di- they were bedding in heavier cover, right? Because it was it was a it rough got brutal there for, for a while. week. I was very concerned for our deer. Herd. It was like negative what? I think I have a picture. I have to pull up. I took a picture of it. It was it was well into the thir- negative thirties. Oh yeah, I, I have yeah. it somewhere on my phone. I remember find. me and Tank went shed hunting, and we didn't find any sheds. But dude, we found probably within like a quick two mile walk. Uh, it was like nine, ten dead deer. It was just oh no, it it, it it wasn't like we didn't go too like our area wasn't that wide. We were just kind of focusing on some trails and kind of branching off. And it was like, dude, if we scoured this whole area, I'd hate to see what the fuck is. It's going It's wicked on there. that they can. That animals yeah. in general can survive in that shit. Wicked, I wicked found crazy. in a uh, 
it was crazy. I found in a creek bed once a deer that that had died. I don't know if he had froze to death or or she had froze to death, but it looked like she was laying there bedded. Her face was tucked into her armpit and everything, just frozen. Just in frozen. Time. Oh, you found her like that? Yep. It was it was it was brutal. To Whole see. body. Whole body. It looked like she was just bedded there. Wow. Sitting up and everything. I walked up on it. I'm like, that's like ice age shit. Yeah, sitting man. up, like. Her she head was, was tucked. She, her head was tucked into her armpit, oh like my she God. was cold. And, right. And, and that's I mean, it was sad. it was sad. Like it, no no decay at all. Or? No decay. She was frozen solid. This was January or February. Well, here I got uh, January thirty first at five fifty seven a.m. on the way to work. Negative thirty three. I wonder how many antlers dropped that night. You think a lot, dude. Yeah. It oh, was man. like that for four or five days straight. Yeah, it, I remember it that. Had to I stress them that. out. Think yeah. about that, dude. That doe froze to death. Froze to death. I mean, she nothing had touched her, and she had frost, like frost all over her body. That's like really you, you sad. Said you found you know? her by a creek or something. She was in a creek bottom, like oh, really? getting out she, of the wind. She looked and... healthy. I mean, she had her her body looked normal to. To any right. other doe that you had seen, you know that time oh, of year, man. and coyotes hadn't touched her or nothing. Looked like she just fell asleep right there, and you know that never woke up. Frozen death in her sleep. I believe we talked about that. That brings the argument. So it's like sad, how dude. we can't supplemental feed in Illinois, but it's like if if you would have thought if Illinois could have supplemental fed, you know, at least you're getting these guys some. Make a law if it's like below this temperature, like, we can throw can, something out, yeah, man, dude. It's we're we're looking at uh, we're. As much as you just want to say "fuck it," I'm doing it. You can't. Yeah, you, know? you can't. We're looking we out for look the deer out. herd, man. We we're, were pumping the shit out that week. Oh, not, yeah, in to... Iowa, in Iowa, you got to clarify. Yeah, in that. Iowa, sorry. Yeah, we're not going to kill shit, but it's just like, dude, these animals are suffering, and we we can do something to help. It's not we're like we're hunting over it. Yeah, right, I'm not, yeah. not going to say we're, we're opening a rabbit hole. Yeah, we are. It's fucked forever. Maybe I shouldn't have brought that up, but it's worth saying. That's sad. That that's a conversation you're going to come back. Once we get close after season, we'll talk yep. sheds in detail and get everybody fired up because we need to have you on more often than what we have. We've been failing on both ends. We need to be pressuring each no, other. That's to get, all right. That's all right. Good episodes in. Um, but so let's talk about these big sheds before we get on because this is does compile into the success you've had. Yeah this this year's been I've been pretty fortunate this year. I've had 2019's been awesome to me. Yeah, uh, <laughs> March first. Uh, I went out with a buddy of mine. And hey, your your weekend? Yeah, your recommended that's weekend. My re- but these these sheds had been on the ground for a couple weeks. You think? Yeah, all the, the wax rings were completely gone off. Oh, of really? And it's I, I believe. I mean, it, where I found them, it was in a, a hedge patch, mm-hmm. and there was squirrels everywhere in there. And I think the only thing that saved those antlers from not being chewed up is because they were pissed on by a coyote. Really? Yep. A coyote pissed on okay, them? A coyote so pissed on them. And how do you know that? You can smell it. And oh, then really? there's chew mark, coyote chew marks on some of the tine tips. And on the on the side that had that was tines up uh-huh. had chew marks on the brow tine and on the G2. And then they smell like they smell like piss. Oh really? Yep. Who do we talk about? Dude? Oh my coyotes. gosh! How I remember crazy. we had this conversation. Do coyotes chew? I always said that they for they, sure. Do. They, they do. pick them up. They, like do. Do. they pick them up like dogs and carry them. Yeah, because somebody yep. had that on camera, and I remember that. It, so you got lucky there. I got extremely lucky because I mean, but when I found them, uh, 
I found another set probably within 60 yards of that big set, and it was off a 140-inch eight-point. I would say a, wow, a little, eight. a touch over 140. Yeah. And super long beams, great, great, great buck. But uh, the squirrels had chewed the shit out of them. Interesting. And That's crazy. That's insane. These sheds were within 40 yards of that in the same squirrel patch, and... <coughs> In the same squirrel patch. They had, squirrel patch. We need we need a t shirt on that. The squirrel squirrel patch. squirrel patch. Yeah, we need one that just says full blown fucking squirrel patch. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, Dana's Dana's spoken word album is called Squirrels in the <laughs> fucking squirrels in the patch. Sheds in the squirrel patch. patch. <laughs> in we, squirrel uh, patch. <laughs> I and then usually it takes a couple of weeks for the wax ring to to wear off. So yeah. uh, we're guessing that they were probably on the ground. A little after Valentine's Day, mm. and then I found them March first. The big boys, man. They are big. How how, how far away from the, the set were you when you when you spotted them? I was probably about sixty yards. Oh, okay, and I thought Damn. it was actually the the deer dead. Oh, really? When I first saw it, the way that. It, the way that that the side was stuck tines down, I mean stuck in the dirt, yeah, sticking and it looked like a rib cage. It looked like oh. the backbone and everything. And I was on the phone with That's my buddy. That's how big those antlers are. They're big. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I, it looks like a rib cage. Those are ones you showed me when you uh, when I was living at my parents' house. Yep. And then he stopped yep. by. Okay. Right. Yep. Yeah, I, uh, them things are fucking they, massive. They dude. are. I just I carried them around until I had to give them up. Mm-hmm. I carried them around everywhere, but. uh yeah, I I was on my phone with my buddy and I was making making my zigzag and turning to get the sun in my back and as soon as I turned the corner I was like, "Oh man, I think I see a dead buck." And I'm telling him and I was get a little closer. I'm like, "Holy fuck, man. I just found him." <laughs> I just I, I can't even tell you everything that I said. It took me 30 minutes to even pick the sheds up. Really? Yep, he's like, "Don't touch him. I'm coming." And he's probably they had to kill you. It's probably a mile away, and he ran the whole way. <laughs> he ran. He it? ran the whole way, <laughs> and he got there, and he's like, <gasps> "Oh my god! <laughs> oh my god! Oh my god! In the fucking god. squirrel patch! Yeah, in the squirrel patch! That's god. hilarious! No, it's <laughs> sweet Jesus! They were that big. So, it was. It was like this. The way they were sitting in the sun, it was like it was meant to be. That's awesome. It man. was. It's like the Holy Grail sitting there and. You know, you know what I almost just said. That set the pace for your season. Oh my God, it did. Thank you, thank you. I don't even know if my feet touched the ground once I seen them. Really? I mean, yeah, I don't remember. I blacked out. You just hovered for a bit. <laughs> I, 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 <laughs> what do you have done was, if it was chewed to shit? Chewed to shit antlers pissed me off so bad. <laughs> I, <laughs> I probably would have burned the timber down. Yeah, that squirrel patch would have gone. The no more fucking no squirrel, more squirrel patch. patch. Hit the restart button. Yeah, <laughs> grab the cans of fucking diesel and lit that fucking patch. I up. feel like our listeners now are just going to send you memes, self-generated <laughs> yeah. memes of chewed antlers to your I'd feel Instagram. Like, I'd feel like the movie Predator, old painless. I probably would have took that. You, <laughs> I don't know that reference. Oh, I do. Old painless. Oh man, I would have. I would have brought out the heat. Oh man, so Dude, how, that how big squirrel and laughing when he's dialing in the fucking self destruct. <laughs> so, so describe these antlers to our listeners. Well, these antlers have stickers, drop tines, mass. They're, I've held inline them. points. Basically whatever you want. I mean, it's in beautiful color. Uh, 
the landowner had nicknamed him Trifecta, and then some of the other guys called him Joe. Mm-hmm. But uh, the reason he called him Trifecta because everything had three points on it. The brow tines had three oh, points yeah. on them. The stick, all the G twos, yeah, the G twos had three points on them. Uh, he's gone down a little bit this year, but he's still got the same the same stickers, and it's just yeah. he's an old old buck. That's awesome, man. Yeah, and so it was cool. It's cool. There's a there's a guy I work with. He's not a hunter, but he loves finding sheds. Like that's his thing. He's like he always wants to find big sheds. He, not a hunter. He just loves the shit. Well, let's take dogs out. And so I showed him your uh, profile picture. I was like, hey, um, I got to show you something that uh, a buddy of mine found. It's a matching set. And he looked at me, and his his reaction was. Holy fuck! <laughs> they're, like, yeah, dude, they're big, man. They what, made what, they uh, made my shed hunting career. Yeah, oh <laughs> well, yeah. Big boys. What would they go? Uh, I had them scored at Deer and Beer Fest, and they were ninety three and one eight and eighty seven and three eighths. It's big, big man. God. Fucking big, fucking giant. Dude. That's real big. I found one seventy <laughs> incher. That's seventy. It takes a lot of antler to make seventy inches. Yeah. And, and ironically enough, we we're talking about how I'm just like for some reason eight points gravitate to me. Yeah, it was a what would have been a it was a four point side with a split two. I I'm a split G two guy. I love split G twos. Yeah. That's what yeah. I want. I got an eighty two and a bunch of one seven seventies sheds. Yeah, you, you have an eighty two inch shed. Yeah, which one? Uh, the five point side. Oh, the one recently, right? Straight five. Yeah, that's a big shed with like a two inch brow time. <laughs> That's a big shed. Hey, if, you see, if you see like a giant shed, but it has weak G threes, you just fucking leave it. I leave it. <laughs> I just let it sit. <laughs> it. I'll leave it for a year. Hey, it's got to be two fourteen or it's nothing. Got it. baby. Two fourteen or nothing. <laughs> you actually, you actually throw fire. it in the tree for the squirrel. Yeah, <laughs> just hang it. Everybody, the next guy will be like, "Oh my god, I found a hanger! I found a hanger! <laughs> Look at five, that! Five feet up." You just <laughs> you he puts fucking peanut butter it's on. Good it. karma for you because you know you're gonna make somebody else feel good somewhere. Yeah, I did. I found a couple hangers this year. Go in it, fucking hides. You it. know what's funny? I found my first hanger. Actually, I didn't find my first hanger. Cody DeQuisto found a hanger oh, when I was with him. Uh, He's like a hanger. I'm like, damn it, dude! He saw it before me. I've always wanted to find one. I found three. I've never. Found I've never a found a matching set, but I found. Yeah, three. I probably found walked one. by like a half a dozen hangers. Well, I'm not. I'm never not looking, ever looking in the no. brush. I'm yeah. looking at the ground. I'm right. scanning the ground, but then I see one. I'm like. Let's let's talk about your season, man. Because right, I, I want to get into that a little bit. Um, being, I mean, I'm so interested in like the shed hunting thing and like the. It's not that time. It's, it's easy to get lost in simmer. Yeah, I get lost on it because it's so cool. But it, it's <laughs> it such is, a build up to like what we do. It's. I it's, can't believe you don't have like a shed dog or anything. Uh, I've got a dog that we were trying to shed shed train on, but I kind of, nope. I kind of ruined that a little bit. I ruined her on it because I started training her with. Because you have eight thousand sheds laying around the house, or no, well, I would. She's like, "Why do you need to go?" I, I, I tried right to here. go go big or go home, so I'm like, "You're carrying this shed, or you're not even going shed hunting." And it, it was, I don't know, like a sixty inch shed, and she picked it up, took off running to bring it back to me, and she dropped it, and it it gouged her in the chest, mm. and she wouldn't oh. pick up another shed like that. Scared so her, really? Yep. Oh man, that's, a good, that's probably a good point to make. You, you know, know? I, I got a dog that I could probably turn into a shed dog. That's a hound dog. He'll, he'll get smelling some coyotes somewhere. Oh, yeah. He'll be off oh, up yeah. a tree. Yeah, it, a it's a lot of work, but man, if you can get it to pick up three or four sheds a year, that's doing better than you. Yeah, that's true. That's a fact. Come on, bro. Why you blast <laughs> me like that? I like it. 
Come on, man. Just yeah, teach him how to smell. Hey, we're, we're let him smell your buck. When you get it back, just the antlers, and he'll just know to only hunt virgin deer. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Steve, Steve just got antlered body bagged. Put him in a body bag. So coming into this season, which, by the way, I'm going to humble brag for you. Like You have two 200-inch deer at home? No, one. One? Okay. One. In a 190. Is yeah. the other one at the taxidermist or something? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So you have a 200-inch deer and a 190-inch deer. Like this, you're not just a shed hunter. You're a big buck killer. Yeah, so. I try to be. Yeah. And you, sir, have a giant, what I consider a giant, sitting in here on the studio table. Um, and I'm honored to have another giant sitting in on our studio table because there's been some big boys sitting in here. Mm-hmm. And we've had some du- – we've had some – 190s, we've had some 180s. Have we had a 200-incher in here? Uh, Maybe not yet. Maybe not yet. Should I bring it the next time? Bring it on in. (laughs) Well, next podcast, I bring my 200-incher. We've had a lot of fresh killed just like this sitting on the studio table, so it's cool to have another giant, big, typical 10 giant chilling in here. Um, Give us a breakdown on this dude, man, because you were messaging the Team Hang and Bang Snapchat. Yep. And you're like... (laughs) Basically, I just stuck a good one, and you were like, <laughs> I don't know if you're asking for advice, but I talked no, to you on I, the phone. I, I had already made up my mind that, that, okay, so let's start from the beginning. Yeah, there you go. All right, so uh, the property that I'm hunting, we were getting, I got pictures of a another 11 point almost along the same lines as this, but he just wasn't as wide, and uh, I was going to put my focus on that deer, well mm-hmm. then... I had checked my camera, and on August 19th, the day before my birthday, uh, this guy showed up, and me and my daughter were sitting there side by side at the table going through trail camera pictures, and both of us were like, holy fuck, <laughs> look at that deer. Holy fuck. It was. It was just- <laughs> Holy wow. Yeah, he was just so wide. I mean, he's just he had everything in a big typical that yeah. you wanted, and uh, she, my daughter Taylor, she's- studying gods right now so all the deer this year she named after god so this deer she had named triton that's kind of cool and uh she uh this was going to be her deer mm-hmm. she's like that's the deer i'm shooting during new season i don't care the other deer the other big deer she had called chronos and uh, uh she's like ah, i'll take that much. one too i'll take that one too <laughs> and uh and it's uh, it's it's probably touching 160, but he's just not as wide. He's got longer beams too. Uh-huh. But uh, we we hunted him hard during youth season, and then she wanted to try to shoot him with a crossbow because she can't pull yeah 40 pounds yet. She's how old is she? 13. Oh yeah, okay. And yeah. Uh, you know we we had a nice eight pointer come out on the last day of youth season and he pegged us in the tree mm. we grunted our rule is for her that we wouldn't grunt until the uh till the till the shadows were, so you couldn't see the sun anymore basically because yeah. it was so, it's so early yeah and she grunted twice and this little eight pointer came up right to the base of the tree i mean he, we called him right in well as we're watching him as he's already got us pegged we hear a big, deep grunt down in the bottom, mm-hmm. but we can't see him. And uh, until I shot him, I I don't realize, I think, that the deer that we had heard was the buck that I had shot, Triton. Oh. And uh, long story short, she didn't... She, we, we never even got another picture of this deer. I, I've only got 
six trail cam pictures of this deer all season long, and it was in August. Really? So he, August, yeah. he disappeared. Wow. And then... August, he disappeared. He must have went. He was. My guess is he just didn't use that part of the farm. Yeah. And uh, I had seen the other big 10-pointer a couple times, but I I uh, wasn't able to close the deal on him. And then on November 13th, I wasn't even going to – that night on the 12th, I was like, ah, I'm going to hunt, but it's going to be cold out. You know, we just had snow. Yeah, yeah. And it was supposed yep. to be 20-mile-an-hour winds, 25-mile-an-hour winds. And yep. it, it was like 11 degrees in the morning. And uh, I was going to just – I woke up, and I looked at the how hard the wind was blowing on my phone, and I rolled over, and I was like, you know, I don't think I'm – I think I'm going to sleep in and go in late. And my wife's like, you're going now. You're not waking me up again. So I <laughs> Damn. I filled right. a banner pulled it to the stand because I wasn't going to be no sad daddy. <laughs> uh, Mama Pace you set did, the pace for your fucking daddy. You did that perfect. I did it. No sad daddy. He's doing the old Phil Vanderpool hand gestures. So. Yeah. <laughs> I'm telling you. Now, boys. Now boys got to get in there. Got, I, get... I got in there. And, uh, man, as soon as I got up in the stand, I was having so action. <laughs> now, let me tell you. Phil Vanderpool my ass out to the stand. Yep. I wasn't going to be no sad daddy. <laughs> Shout out Philip Vanderpool. He we won't hear this, but I hope he does. Uh, I hope he does. Him and his wife will listen to us. Good. They will. What's up, Phil? But, uh. So my plan, as cold as it was getting, I mean, it was, the wind was blowing, it was blowing right through me. I was like, I'm going to sit till about nine, then I'm going to crawl down, I'm going to head to town and get something warm up, from then I'm going to come back, yeah. yeah, from Casey's. Of course, yeah. yeah of course. Yeah. Some Casey's pizza and some, uh, those potato puffs or whatever Oh, yeah, are. the bread pizza. Oh, really oh cool. my yeah. God. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Dude, those yeah. have big buck juju just They hit me right in the them. tenders, man. I mean, as soon as, <laughs> as soon as I put one in my mouth, I'm just like. Did you get you got cold gut steaks to go in there and get some of them, you warm again. Oh yeah, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> well, gut steaks are your tenderloin, so you know. I was having so I mean, I was seeing so many deer that Definitely. I was just like I can't get down. Yeah. And uh at about nine thirty I'm sitting there and I I I thought it was a four wheeler at first. I could hear something out from the back and behind me and it, it's not, you know when you hear a four wheeler out in the off in the distance, yeah. you know, yep. it's like a low rumble. Uh-huh. And I kept hearing, I'm like, man, somebody's diehard being out there riding that thing this time, you know, with yeah. as cold as it is. Yeah. It's a bad day to do it. Yeah, a real bad day to do it. <laughs> oh, and, cold. Uh, Especially someone sitting in a tree stand that cold. <laughs> yeah, what the fuck is this idiot doing? <laughs> well, I, I, I stand up and I turn around and I'm like, man, that just doesn't sound right. And I'm kind of looking around and I look in the bottom and I, I catch movement and there's a little fork corn down there. And I'm watching him through my binos, and it was him. He was, he was going doing tending grunts or whatever. Oh. And it, they would last for like thirty seconds to a minute, and it's like, it's like a buck really? roll, yeah, buck roll Dude, typical virgin. Yeah, it was. Shot him. And it was, he was. <laughs> I, I ranged him. <laughs> Check this. Steve, Steve would smoke his ass. I should too. <laughs> sure would have. What would Steve said, do? You guys always said these, sm- these little bucks. You're like ah, passing him a dude. I just shot him. What the fuck? <laughs> yeah, that's crazy. He's yeah, doing that. It was, and he did it. I don't know for about 15 minutes, and then they kind of uh, there was a doe down there with him, oh, and they yeah. kind of moved off up the ditch, and uh, he started chasing her around a little bit, and. Uh, Finally, they kind of, I, I'd, I'd see him every once in a while, come back down to the bottom, and 
It was uh, probably 1040, and I looked back behind me, and I got like two sides of a ditch, and I was I had noticed movement under my other stand across the ditch. Mm-hmm. And uh, I, as soon as I seen movement, I seen that it was a shooter. I was like, that's a big deer. Right it was there. probably 9,500 yards away. A no-brainer. If you can no tell brainer. from there, too. It's a no-brainer. That's my favorite. That's so a, I stand up. That's an NB. And I'm like, well, if he comes. <laughs> that's an NB right I love there. that. That's a great. That's, that's another, new, another shirt idea. That's there a new, new balance, bro. We got a whole line of shirts now. Yeah, we have the NB. Our content creates merch for us. (laughs) (laughs) No brainer, an NB. (laughs) It was. I mean, and I didn't know what deer it was right away. I uh, I stood up and I grabbed my rangefinder, and the other side of the ditch is fifty yards. And I said, if he keeps on that trail. That fool. (laughs) (laughs) Fifty yards, baby. Fifty yards. And uh, that fool. I had a shirt too, right there. It is. I had lost track I mean, that's of him. Three shirt ideas tonight, yeah. All in one yeah. night. Keep them coming. Write those down, Doug. All right, write them. You got that down there? To my men, my mind. Give Dana 10% of the proceeds. So you, yeah. you're expecting yeah. him to come on that on 50 yards? Yep, because I had had a, a younger buck and a doe work down that tree line. And then uh, no I kind of I lost track of him because nice. it got thick where he had went through. And. Next time I seen him, he was heading up the hill. Oh, right. So I turned around and got my grunt call out, and I tried to blow on it. It was frozen, frozen oh, cool. solid. Go figure, right? Yeah, because it that? was cold as hell, man. And I did. It was so I, I blew on it real hard one time to get it, get that reed to click to know that it was broke loose. Right. But you know when you grunt right after it's. After it, it sounds like a bugling elk. Yeah. <laughs> Every hunter knows it, everybody's everybody's done it. Yep, yep. they're hitting the kazoo at that yeah, point. Yeah, that's what it sounded like. And I hit it. I the fourth time the grunt actually sounded pretty decent. Uh-huh. But he didn't look at me. He didn't change his demeanor. Nothing. He just kept moving directly parallel to me. Uh huh. And he got to the end of the ridge and he just turned forty five down the down the hill. And then he started running, and he ran to the base of the creek, and he was – I ranged him when he stopped at 49. I was like, if he get, if that's my shot, I'm dialing to 49 on my Tetra, and I'm going to smoke him. Yeah. And uh, he didn't. He jumped the creek, and he just ran right to the base of my tree at 22 yards. I had already – I'd already drawn on him at at 30. Uh-huh. And uh, – my my pin was still set at 25 because I usually keep my, my Tetra at 25 for anything to 30 yards. Right. And then I'll dial it after 30. Right. That's knowing your single pin right there, man. Yep. Yeah. And good, uh, good job. That uh that deer stopped, and I, I, I thought that I hit him a little high. But at the angle, I'm... I'm ten feet up on a on a ditch, so I'm ten feet up on a ridge, basically, mm-hmm. and then I'm twenty feet up tree. Mm-hmm. So I'll base, I'm thirty feet above this deer at twenty two yards. Yeah. And when I shot, I thought I hit a little high, just below the spine, but at that at that pitch, it should have it should have smoked his ass. Right. The right. angle he waxed the angle, him. Yep. And uh, but he took off. Fool. And I mean, he was. He took off like a bat out of hell, normally like they do, but his tail was tucked the whole time, mm-hmm. and he ran basically downwind of where I was sitting, Whoa. 
and we had a it was like a south southeast wind. And that's not good when they're if you're unsure about the shot and they go downwind, yep. it's normally trouble. It's normally trouble. So and and that's when I was message, messaging on Snapchat. Yeah. I was like, you know what? To, to the to the hanging bang crew. To the hanging bang crew. And I was like, I think I should just get out because it's he's downwind to me now. And if I only got one lung, then he's gonna have to have time to die. Yeah. And uh so I made the decision to back out after I made three or four sketchy phone calls because I don't know. My teeth were <laughs> chattering so bad because I was so cold. I called my buddy Brock. He was the first one on my list. And uh, I don't even think that he understood a word I said because it was click, 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 click. My yeah. teeth chattering. But, well, but you know your buddy gets it. Yeah, he gets it. And then I, I called my wife, and she's like, I'm at work. Why are you calling me? I'm like, never mind, goodbye. Never mind, click. <laughs> just, uh, hang up. Cool. What do you need? I mean, she gets it, but, you know, she's just like, congratulations, but I got to go back to work. <laughs> God damn, it's well, tough out here. It is, the rough crowd. I'm like, I just damn. killed a giant, and you don't even care about me. Man, you don't give a shit. Someone needs to be level-headed Care about here. my feelings. <laughs> uh, so I made a decision to back out, and uh, when I got down, I the the trail that I walk in on, walks right by the arrow uh-huh so i went straight to the arrow and it was in the snow it was pink mist i mean it was what you want it's what i want and it was you know i sent it sent the picture to the the hang and bang snapchat and everybody's like that's a dead deer that's a dead deer but i'm like just in your the, head in my head yeah but you know you, you always second now. guess it you know you know you don't you don't want to screw up that opportunity, you know. You want no. that deer to die as quick as possible, and you know you don't. Yep. You don't want to single lung a deer and then have to track them all over the countryside because then you have to knock on doors and then yep. it, just, right. it turns into a mess. It does. It turns very into, fast. And then everybody's like, "Oh, I know what you shot." You don't want that feeling that you and, wounded a deer and you can't find it. Exactly. I, and this is a good time, I think, to make a point because I'm a. I have talked about it a lot. I'm a blood trail guy. If someone calls me, "Hey, Kurt, you want to help me come?" But yep. Yep. On my way. You you learn so much. So much. And I find a lot of newer hunters typically overlook that, like, I have to... They, they don't get that sometimes you have to wait. They haven't been through that, like, panicky, like, shit, exactly. I'm putting in the... I'm, call, like, calling neighbors. I'm freaking out. It's late. I'm in the dark. I got to wait overnight. Like, whatever direction your blood trail situation is, I feel like a lot of hunter, new hunters, they haven't been through that yet. Nope. And they don't know what it's like, especially on a buck like this. Yeah. yeah. Prime example, well, my, and, my and, first buck, when me and Kurt were looking at it, he's like, when we found the first initial blood, he's like, I think you got a dead deer, my friend. So we were tracking it, and it's like, don't look up. And he was like, like I would try to, like, we, we would look, and we'd see blood, and I would shine my light. Well, I was and trying like, to teach you to look yeah. look at what the blood trail was and, telling yeah, you. Yeah, and, and he's like, like, like any, you know, when you're working with your dad, you know, and you're not holding the flashlight right, like, hold that flashlight down, don't look up. You know, but it, there's very important lessons you <laughs> need to learn. Yeah, there's very and and I I want to go now. I want to go on blood trails too, just to like learn the shit it's, because it's dude, like you get so much out of it, man. It's also really you know, fun. It, it is fun too. Yeah, <laughs> you can tell you know by the blood you know where close to where you hit it. You no, know, for me looking at the arrow, most of the times when you double long a, a, a deer, the arrow is pink. It's not red with blood. It's mm-hmm. it's it, it's gone through two lungs. Yeah, it's got bubbles in it, but that color of that, yeah. you, you can it's use oxygen yourself. rich. Yes, exactly. Yep. It's not and much blood actually on there. No, there, there's not. It's mo- it's yeah. It's like pink. It's matter. like someone just missed it with a paint gun from a yeah. distance. Yeah, yep. it looks like watered down blood. Yep. yep. And uh, as soon as I seen the air, I was like, 
Yeah, lights out. That beer, this. That yeah. beer's... Wish I didn't piss my wife off just now. <laughs> <laughs> but I backed out anyways. I did the right thing. Went to town, got some food. I talked to you on the phone at some point during uh, this. On the way to town, yeah. you're like, can you talk now? I'm like, yeah, let's talk. And, uh, you know, I told him where where I had hit the deer, and you're like, that deer's dead. Yeah. He's dead. You should go. You can go get him now. And I like, felt confident from everything you told me. I'm like, dude. Yeah, and I, the picture. Because I knew the self-doubt of the situation it, of not wanting to fuck it up. Yeah. Yep. I, I've, I've been there, and it's funny when you're there. And then you're not there, but you know what it's like it's, to be there. Exactly. exactly. So when you're like. on the other side, <laughs> yeah. you know, you're like, oh, yeah, he's dead. It's good good to go. But when you're Easy the person. Easy for you to say. When you just. <laughs> kind of, yeah. When you just stuck an arrow through a pair of lungs, you don't realize it. You know, it's like, right. It's a totally different story. It does. I, you know, I'm pretty focused when I shoot a deer. I can usually tell, you know, but it's not like when I'm shed hunting and I black out. When I shoot a deer, <laughs> I don't black You don't? No, I, I mean I do, but what's well, a thirty recce drink before? I always, yeah. I can always picture that where the arrow went in in the last moment where it hit. So, I, I could tell right away if I've got to let him lay or if I've got to, if I can go in right after him. And that shot just made me feel like I had to back out because it was, it was just high, and I wasn't, you know, when, when you shoot him that high at the angle, the entrance went top lung on the left side. And the exit came out, center punched him. Right where you want. Right yeah. where you want it to be. And that's really what you're aiming for it is, in general. It is, but there's not a lot of blood. I mean, there wasn't a lot of blood because you come out, you know, mid mid section on the deer, but your entrance yeah. is high. Super high. It's super high. Yeah. And, you know, it, the first 50 yards, there's not a lot of blood. Mm-hmm. And I could, I seen where he ran in the snow, and I could see his tracks, and I didn't see a lot of blood, but... From looking at the arrow, I knew he was a dead deer. Yeah. So, anyways, I went to town, uh, ran into my buddy that uh, that I found the, the the other sheds with, and uh, told him about it, and kind of high fived and crap. And then I'm like, I can't wait any longer. I'm heading back out. And the how long did you give him? Two hours. Two hours. Very yep. fair with that type of shot. <laughs> it it yep. is from what you saw in the arrow. Yep. Anyway. And uh, I but, didn't even but hold make... on, isn't it kind of like a sweet moment of oh. like you just did that? You haven't found it, but you feel confident. You had a little doubt, but you feel confident. Seeing the arrow, you're going to go to, to Casey's and get your breakfast, yeah. and, and you're kind of like savoring those yeah, weird are. anticipation moments it's... in between the shot and the recovery. And your buddy you're you're flirting you with dead. when they're pulling the breakfast menu off and they're putting the lunch <laughs> menu on. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> but I find myself that I, if I'm in that situation, and I'm just curious if you do the same thing or if any listeners do the same thing. I try to bring myself back to like consciousness to be like a savor the moment. Yep. This is a year round thing for me. You're but, in your moment of where you want to be. This only happens twice a year for us if we're lucky. If we're lucky. If we're lucky. And Once a year if we're lucky. Sometimes it, I went two or three years without even shooting a buck. Yes. Yeah. You know, I just got real picky. And mm-hmm. then finally I was like, I got to shoot a buck because I'm going nuts yeah here. yeah <laughs> but but you know it's like i try to get myself in the moment like yeah dude you're in this you're in the minutes and sometimes it's only minutes of what you live for all the time you are waiting on this moment right here and you're just your mindset it's just a weird place to be for well, someone it's like october 1st seemed like it was yesterday 
No, I was. I was Steve's just, like, yeah, I can't wait for that day. But no, imagine I, a pro basketball player that. training all the time for just one game a year. Yep. Yeah. That's no, when you, when, when you said that, that, that shit hit me. That's when you thought I was lost. I was just no, thinking about that. He's like, like, I can't wait to do that. But yeah, it's, he's trying to compete all that shit. We no, just, and, we and just Steve, said, that, hey, that's what your angle. Take a beer, though. Can you compute that? Okay. Just saying. I'll take one too. You got wax a fool. <laughs> that was funny. I need a beer though. Can you compute that? You're dumb. You're dumb virgin to your brain. You fag. You could make a candle out of all that wax. Damn. Sorry, I went dark. Um, I, didn't, I didn't mean that. idiot. Sorry to all the fags listening out there. I didn't mean it. I'm just kidding. We like you guys. Um, How did you fucking? What just happened? There goes the but what I was gonna say is like Steve will one day get to that point, and that's yep. kind of like the cool thing on his no, angle. He won't. It's, well, I hope you do. Shut but. up, stupid. Yeah, I will. We, we all hope you do. Bro, I'm, dude, I'm going to pay for a Texas hunt. I'm going to smoke a fucking 296-inch whitetail and a giraffe in the same day. <laughs> High fence. But, no, yeah. I, you will, and that's, like, the cool angle. But I'm starting to, like, drag this whole situation out on it. But that's just a cool moment that I feel all of us sometimes don't take enough time to appreciate. No. You know what I mean? Like, yep. I 100% agree. Because I know kind of what your brain was doing as you're going to Casey's, and then on your way back, there's like a really big the, vamp up of anticipation. It was, and by the time I got back to <clears throat> to the farm, you know, I couldn't get my clothes on fast enough. Yeah. And I kind of short-tracked it, and I, I knew the way he had went, so I walked the, the timber line down, and I was going to glass a couple spots. Where where they I'd seen him bed before because this is midday. That's yeah, another sign of experience, this man. Is, because a lot of guys just bum rush right in. No, nope, I didn't even go back down to the arrow. I didn't even make it to it. I I walked the timber line and I could see the whole the whole ditch, and uh, I'm glassing that there's there's two drainages in the timber. They're you know that feed down to the creek, mm. and they got a couple flats right next to them. I'm, I'm going to glass those because. That's that's bedding, and uh, known bedding, and I went. I had glassed the first drainage, and nothing there. And I kind of creeped up over to the second drainage, and as I'm working my way up with the glasses, and with my binos, mm-hmm. I could see his ass laying there. No shit. And I awesome. I was just, I just took off running. I was <laughs> really like, holy shit. There he is. I mean, you know, I, I, no the, shit. The emotions. I I was just like I'm not even. I didn't Can you see get, his rack from that far? I seen it. Yeah. Oh, I could see. By when I when I found his ass, I was just like, "Holy shit!" There he. Is. You could see everything. You knew that was him. Oh, that was man. him. He was. You knew that was Triton. Yep. And it was. That's, that's fucking awesome. It was. You know, with the snow on the ground. The, well, did you know it was Triton? So I knew it was Triton when he came running down the hill. Okay. Okay. As soon as he got to the base of the hill, I was like, "That's him." Okay. Got and, sure. I mean, it, no brainer. The spread, the no, the no brainer, no brainer, it's a no, no brainer. brainer. That's an MB. At no DMB. point you didn't feel any regret. Like, oh, no shit, I didn't shot my or, daughter's deer. Uh, no binoculars. <laughs> <laughs> Kurt and I had talked about this the other night. She even got to see my daughter. He, he got to see Taylor's reaction. Yeah, so, <laughs> she's mad at me. I'm like, oh, this was your deer. I knew know, immediately. She. Uh, I don't think she talked to me for two days. <laughs> She's sitting there like that Greta Van uh, person of the year, just like the chick's like, hey, you, you ruined global warming. Yeah, but warming. That, yeah. that tells you right there that you're raising. You ruined right. my hunting career. You're you raising killed my deer, boomer. Right. 
Right? She, okay, boomer. <laughs> Wait, you're a boomer, aren't you? Okay, boomer. <laughs> you shot that deer in your dog's like, okay, so boomer. You, you see him, you're, you sprint after him, which can't blame you. No, I, I, ran, uh, I ran across the ditch and walked up on him. Well, in the moment, uh, and you guys got to see him. Me finding him, yeah, that on shit the was hang, awesome. Hang and bang, Snapchat. The whole fucking thread was amazing. By it the was, way, yeah, it was blowing, I wish we could have saved that up shit all day long, dude. All that fucking was, day. Awesome. I know. I was in the stand freezing, like trying to load these images. Let's go get a droid, dumbass. <laughs> we got a cool community going on. It, uh, we we and some big butt killers, some killers, yes, some yes. killers, some killers. So yeah, sorry, Steve. You'll you're, get there. It's yeah, okay. Dude, it's just okay. a host of the show. You're a part of it, though, dude. I'm. I'm d- I'm just glad to be the tail of the comment. All right, <laughs> pay attention, <laughs> take notes. You're the guy that watches but never comments. <laughs> so on another note, I I like where the deer dies. I like to, you know, analyze the situation. Yeah, and uh, I got to looking, and where he had where he had died, there was there were two huge beds in the snow, mm. and they they could only have came from him or one of the other big bucks and i'm guessing it was him because he ran back there so you know you you hear a lot of people say you know you find a bed you get in it and look around well where this deer was bedding where my daughter and i were hunting this deer was straight across the ditch clear as day Mm. clear as day i mean it made so much sense and then after we heard that big grunt in the bottom after I shot him, I knew that that had to have been the deer that we were. Oh yeah, we were yeah. eighty yards from her killing probably a buck of a lifetime, but he had watched us walk in. He saw what was up there. He knew, he was instead, watching us. Instead, you shot. Man, him. it's such instead, a. I ruined her life by taking Triton. <laughs> yeah. Did, <laughs> you least, did you at least take her off for ice cream after you killed this fucker, or what? I. No, we definitely didn't. <laughs> no, I I remember drinking beer. <laughs> and then daddy blacked out for a few days <laughs> well no, it was th- that's a good um i feel like that's an ad- well from from my perspective i can't speak for everybody but that's a more advanced thing to look for especially it, after it because i feel and i'm i'm super guilty of this even i would say up until this year after i shot a deer what direction it ran for its safety of its life that right there can say a lot a ton and it's Not way ever. overlooked. Right? I've, I've overlooked it a lot because after the kill, after the shot, or if you're I see a hero down. moment. You're not worried about that well, other shit. Yeah, my brain goes to, well, you did what you needed to do. Yeah, now you can done. go relax, grab the deer, get him taken care of. Let's go have Drink a celebration. Yes. So, But really, you should analyze that yeah. a little more. Well, I, I may not have analyzed it as much if I hadn't noticed those two beds. Yeah. Those two beds were yeah. here. You know, because there had only been snow on the ground for a couple days. So, yeah. would you have noticed that without the snow? I don't know. Uh, he fell just on the edge of a a blowdown, so I may have been able to see where a bed was or not, but not but as noticeable because not the with snow being on the ground that brought it to my attention because he's bedding here. He's be, this is where right. and this is where he's been bedding, and it made sense why he. I never got any pictures of him later than august because he didn't have to go that route you know he, he just he had just yeah. came up to eat beans and then head to bed right he nice. could probably see you checking truck cameras yeah that's insane i that's, mean 
It makes sense. Like you said, it does, it does make sense. That's why but, they bet there, man. That's why they get yeah. big. You know what the it best is. part of the story is? He died at home peacefully. He did. In his bed. It's nice. In, in his, his bed. bed. He yeah. choked himself in. Choking on lung blood. Oh, my God. It, that's such a cool <laughs> thing. It's such a cool thing to, like, think about and break down because Savage. there's so much mystery around whitetails in general. Like, you know, the the buck I shot, which is a com- an upcoming podcast uh, last weekend, you know, I wondered where he bedded. And when I saw him come out, I'm like, that's where he bedded. I saw him bedded, and then I killed him, and you know where he ran? Back to where he came from, probably where he was bedded. Right where he's bedded. And that's where he's safe. So yeah. do, you, do you think, though, that you look at this stuff more often because you love shed hunting shed hunting so much more? I do, you do think? most of my scouting during shed season. Yeah. I mean, it's right. it, it all the rut signs still there, fresh. Yeah. You know, it's not, it's not tainted by spring growing right you know, the, the, sun, the heat yeah. so do you be, believe late season is where they're going to be you know early no. season and like no but i look at the sign you could see the sign from the rut still scrapes right rubs. Yeah. right uh typically you know the bedding areas are about the same you know you yeah find thick cover you know uh but they're the big bucks are gonna they're gonna bed themselves to where they can see to their advantage to their advantage and yes. they can smell to their yeah. advantage. Yep. You know what I'm tired of hearing um, generically in the white tail community, just talking about like deer beds. And uh, if you listen to the DeQuisto series podcast that we do with like Andre and Cody, yep. they kind of talk about this a little bit. It's something we're going to get more in detail on, but something I'm thinking about now that I find it interesting is people blanket term bedding area that like all deer have to bed in one spot where it's like, yeah, maybe You'll see a lot of deer bed here, but not all deer are going to bed there. No, like a, no, a buck will no. bed where he feels safe and or what's going to keep him alive. If they're big bucks, they're not they're not bedding. They're not bedding with their masses. They're not, they're not in the bedding spot. in a community bed. You know, no, right? <laughs> and, and they got a king size bed. You know, they got a king size bed where they can <laughs> yep. they can watch all. Right. Another shirt idea, king size bed. But I king just, size bed. God damn. I just write it down. King size bug bed, dude. So many <laughs> people are writing notes on our shit right now. But um, it, it's just one of those things. It's a constant blanket term. Well, it's a bedding area. It's like yeah, but it's not necessarily like is it a bedding area of a of a buck that you want to kill? Because that could be anywhere. It could. You know, it's. I I just think that people are too close minded to that. It's not their fault. I think it's just like a generic thing that's been thrown it, out there, and that's what they it. they fall into it. Because yep. it, the more time I spend around the DeQuistos, the more I realize like their their breakdown is so advanced on like where deer bed and how they use their bedding to food and how they travel, and it's kind of like getting the like you said, get in the bed and look around. You can learn a lot from that, but it's almost to a point where I'm trying to think. Outside the box of like my hard, rigid learning of whitetails, because I feel like everyone kind of has that rigid line of what you just heard from another guy, and you apply it until you learn something different. Well, the Quistos never had that. They no. what they know is real from they, the personal experiences. In the, you know? in the podcast, they try to simplify it for yeah. For, and my goal in the future episodes, as we get rolling with this, is to try and be the dude to tap into that. Yeah, that's it's a challenge. Everybody man. wants to know that. It's a challenge. I'm, I'm. It is a major challenge to try and get them to break. But that that's down. four. That's forty years of DeQuistos that hasn't been out at all, dude. It's like <laughs> asking Kobe Bryant how, how to, to shoot, shoot a free throw. How to do a layup. 
he's like, dude, you just do it like this. And he shows you, and you're like, yeah, but, like, break it down. Like, he's like, <laughs> I, you just do this. Kurt already gave me my first pop quiz on Uh-oh. how the DeQuist does, and I didn't do so hot. It happens. <laughs> What's that? What'd I do? Well, you gave me that pop quiz on, like, hey, here's uh, here's how the DeQuistos set up stands. Question one. And I failed immediately. Oh, I don't remember it's this. Jo- it's a joke. Hunt them oh. where they live. I'm just screwing with you. It's a uh, joke. I was like, I don't remember doing that, but I probably did it. No, but I'm saying, like, because you're trying to simplify it, so I'm 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 the simpleton of the podcast. We all know that. If you I know can what we need to do out. first guest on the Dequisto series is Steve. Oh God, we no. need you to come in. <laughs> no. But but thing don't is, you can't that. you can't joke. You got to come in. You got to come in wanting to learn. Serious, Steve. Steve that just, ain't happening. Steve, this is Steve like just be like, but why? I'm calling Andre tomorrow. Oh, <laughs> it's like a little four year old asking why be, at every question. Be, so for that'd me, that'd be suicide. Why? Yeah, because because why? 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 Dude, Andre because it is. They would eat him alive. Why? I love it. But you know what? It would be it would be you know how hard I am on you. It'd be twice as worse. Oh, I, you know, I, I don't know if it would be though because. But I, I'm a greenhorn, and like if you're gonna if you're gonna be green, Andre, greener than goose shit like I am. And you're gonna Andre's learn like a from green beret. the fucking yeah. You're gonna learn from the masters. Um, what would be very cool to see in in future, like you know, if if they can uh, accommodate the guys like me, the working class, the guys can't get out every single weekend, but like uh, they'd love to get on Big Deer. But you it's like, could, you just don't. No, I do. Okay. <laughs> anyway, anyway, we'll we'll talk about that later. But yeah, that'd be it's just we'll something see. it's something interesting we could do. Yeah. Um. But dude, let, let's Data talk about this buck. Sit that too. boy up real quick, or I can hold him. I want to. I want to explain this deer for the listeners. He is. A and uh, this episode's a little long winded. You know what still baffles me though is that you guys in Illinois have to carry a fucking zip tie around with you wherever you. Oh go. yeah, because we don't have sticky tags. I don't like the sticky tags. I got, yeah, I'd remind me. I'll, sh- I'll show you. That. I got my tags. I killed, I killed my buck during firearm season with a bow. The second one. And I got a sticky tag on him, and it cringed me to put a sticky yep. adhesive thing on his antlers. Oh, because you, you, uh, you got him in the mail. Mark Reif hates the sticky tags. He's a taxidermist. He's like, dude, that residue sits on there. Especially right. if you're European amount, European mounting them, and they heat that yeah. the water up. It boils it, it to it. boils right to You don't the, have uh, to put them on the antler, though. All right, let's talk. Yeah, you, you do. do. Head tag yeah. and a leg yeah, tag. Do. For a buck, yeah. you do. Yep. Head, head tag, leg tag. For a buck, you have to put on the antler. Eric. Or leg. No. Leg tag and a head tag. They have both. Yeah, you have to have both. In Iowa, it's got to be on the antler. Okay, so this buck is 22 something inside. Uh, Yeah, 22 and two eighths. That's what I would have said. I'm holding this buck (laughs) in my hands, uh, ladies and gentlemen. And this, I would say, what's his beams, dude? He's a stud. Uh, They were right, a little over 24. And he's just. He's a Steve Buck for sure. He's a big mainframe 10. He's got a, a little. Six on one side, yep. and he's just a giant. Here, let me hold him. Steve's taking pictures. I'm doing. I'm gonna long arm him too, so people Dude, hate on, on social media. <laughs> if, if this bug's big enough. I gotta back up. <laughs> That's a monster. Yeah, take a picture of me and the mic holding this giant. Dude, I have to be this far back. Take him from the side too, because it looks impressive right here. Pull him over this way. Just so right taking pictures in the studio. Sorry, guys. Listen. It was hard as hell to get picture trophy photos of him. Afterwards, because you just don't know what angle to put him at. Yeah, right. Know? Yeah, I mean, really, at any, any angle. Any angle, he good. looks impressive. But because the snap you sent of him laying like dead against that tree or whatever. Yep, it was it's like just, holy. Oh, well, we shit. we act like listeners don't know because the cover art's a picture of this buck. So he's just you'll a, see it. He's an absolute giant. I mean, it's it's exactly what you want. It's a no brainer. Look at him. It's a no brainer. It really is. He's uh he's pretty white racked. He's wide, he's tall, he's got tines, he's got beams, he's 
it, it, it seriously is. It's a His deer. Bases are pretty massive. It's what it's what dreams are made of, man. Amazing color. I mean, he's really not is. dark. It's just Midwest. Great mis- Midwest color. Can we get this dude? <laughs> Can't long arm. Hold that guy up, so man. I'm gonna get a. I'm gonna get a picture of you in the studio here. I don't um, even know if I've had a picture like this with him. It was hard to get a picture in the studio with Kurt holding that deer. That's <laughs> with portrait mode. It's it's a big bastard. It's a monster. Yeah, it, it's just a giant, typical, wide, beautiful, he, big G fours, man. Yeah, tine length goes all the way out. He he carries his mass through his tines really well too. It's a stud. He's just a touch weak on the G2s, but I'm not complaining. Just on that uh, right one, just a little. You know, his two, his uh, left two is real good. And his three has that little tip broken off, don't he? Yep. Just oh. that little tiny I, tip. I think he broke this one after I shot him. I oh, mean, you think so? It's super fresh. Oh, yeah. Oh, just yeah. That yeah. So you, what do you do, 164-ish green? Uh, I got 164 and an 8. You know what happened, though? I want to measure him. I feel he's that's bigger. That's not the Kurt guy or method. I feel he's bigger. Within those two hours, a squirrel came up and chewed that off. Oh, I bet. Could have. Yeah, probably Kill them for all. sure. God's last laugh. <laughs> you did, did, he <laughs> did he die in the squirrel patch? <laughs> he shot him in the fucking squirrel patch. No, he, <laughs> he died in the squirrel patch. That he was the not. first shirt idea, the squirrel patch. Dude, they, they, they chewed him down oh, to yeah. a fucking fork buck. That, I, Dana, <laughs> I honestly, I do think that buck is bigger than 164. I'm not saying you're bad at measuring, but I think he's bigger. He could be. I, I think mean, he's bigger. Hey, hey what did the trophy tape say? Trophy tape said 214. <laughs> God damn, fucking weak G, weak G3s. G3s are weak. Weak fucking G3s, Remind bro. me to tell that story at the end of this podcast, but the 214 story. Is it rude that I call my kids out into the garage and be like, hey, there's Triton? <laughs> no, I think it's great. I think it's They're great. They're like, what the fuck, Dad? Come on, they call me out all the way out here. I think I, it's funny how you treat your kids like you're they're your friends. They Dude, are. They are my friends. I, I honestly hilarious. I do think that buck is bigger than one sixty four. That spread though. You know what I gotta think? And yeah, I don't look. know how you do your baselines. Do you do you do baseline marks when you measure or do you just rough it? I just rough rough this one. I bet you you'd I be might surprised. Be high. You gotta be, be high. high. No, I bet you're low. Three, four inches. You are, you, are you are you high know. are you high right now? High on bucks. I've never, I've oh. never done drugs. <laughs> I, I honestly, I think you're, I think you're Great a little answer. low, Dana. To God, me, damn, that spread is fucking that, crazy. That buck screams high 60, 70 to me. I just like to touch him, dude. What That's why I was like, of? I'm not sure if I want to mount him because I just love to hold him. Right. There's something to hold in the rack and stuff like that. Our listeners are like, it's been silent him, yeah. and gappy, awkward in conversation <laughs> for the last Dude, it's five minutes. Minute. Well, hold on. We're handling a nice rack. I'm telling you guys, this thing is just absolutely insane. It, it's Bring that to the garage party here in a few mo- or a couple months. Oh, I will. Yeah. Yeah, you got to. So that's the only deer you shot this year, huh? Uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wait, there's we more. Even, we haven't even got to that oh, wait, yet. Wait, there's more. Let's oh, talk about shit. this guy. The finger bang. The finger bang, we call him, huh? The whole yeah, finger the fin- bang. I, I love this story. And I actually know it, and I want to hear it again in more detail. That, that can, thing's, you, can you still hear me? Yeah, yeah. Okay. yeah. Would you unplug the mic? It felt like I did. Oh, no, you're good. There's It's zip-tied in there. All right, so second buck. Uh, you can tell the story as long as you like. It's our show. We can control how yeah, long this lasts. So. <laughs> uh, so we called this one the bully buck because we felt like he was running a lot of the. He's not. A, he's not a giant deer. He's just. Yeah. 
He's just. Is this the same property as as Triton no. was killed on? Okay. No, this is a different property. Triton okay. would have so this buck has an attitude, is what you're saying? Yes, this buck. Uh, I felt like he's pushing. We this property is known for having a ton of mature deer on it, but we haven't seen hardly any mature deer this year on this property. Like it, they, uh, we're thinking, is there EHD? Is what's going on? Because. Mm-hmm. Normally, we get, like, three or four bucks that we're like, damn, we'll shoot that fucker. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, well, this year, it wasn't like that. We had a lot of young bucks, and then we had a couple pictures of this buck, but it was always pushing through after other bucks. Yeah. And, uh, anyway, uh, my buddy had shot a deer during gun season, and the next night, this deer came in, and... I mean, body-wise, he was twice the size on my cell camera. Yeah. And uh, and I had gotten a bunch of pictures of this deer, but each, each picture you could... If you go back and look at the pictures, each picture at different times broke off. <laughs> He's breaking times. <laughs> it's, it's, it's crazy. But, uh, yeah, so... wired for badass. Yeah, he's just... he. And, and once I get to the end of the story about caping this deer out he's just this deer was wired to fight you just knew it was a fool that was due for a waxing oh i I smoked his ass finger banged him (laughs) i love all of this okay so okay all right so i shot this deer i think it was december 1st is that when i was it i feel like it was longer than that but uh that sounds about right that sounds about right because when did what what day did you shoot um, Triton was uh, November thirteenth. That was November right after 13th. I killed my buck, my first buck. Yeah, and then I remember you were like, "Hey, I'm in the stand." God, yeah, it had to be December first. What was that? A Saturday? No, it was a Sunday. It was December first. Oh. It was, a, it was, it was a Sunday because. <clears throat> funny enough, Damn, that, that was, was super that, recent. I feel like that was a while back. I yeah, don't know no. Why. <laughs> No, that was a that was one of the first days I was able to hunt because uh, well that Saturday I wasn't able to hunt. We had my uh, my uncle's benefit that day, and it yeah, was like the, that's the, right. The, I do remember that was the weekend of uh, Thanksgiving. So I remember I got out Thanksgiving morning, the day after, and then those two to the afternoon I wasn't able to get out. But that morning I was able to get out. I'm like, dude, hopefully somebody kills something because I needed some good vibes in my life. It was and, kind of a mild morning. Uh, there was a light snow. First gun season, right? Uh, no, 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 it was in between. Gun? It was Thanksgiving. Weekend. Oh, that's right, that's right, that's right. And uh, both the, me and my buddy Brock had the day off that we didn't have family stuff going on on Sunday, so we planned a meeting at five and heading out. And we get out to the property and get dressed, start heading back in there. And I would say from the way the crow flies, I'm a quarter mile back, but the trails that we got to snake through to get back there it's probably close to a half mile mm-hmm. and by the time i get up in the tree i could see i could see the house but it's it's a long ways away and we went in there and cleared a bunch of stuff off and put a small food plot in there and, mm-hmm. but uh i get to the base of the tree and normally when i get to the base of the tree i take my release and i turn it around and so i can get up the stand without so making not, noise yeah clanking on everything and, and uh i'm like mother Fuck, I forgot my release. And I had taken my... I know oh my that God. I had taken my spare out for for gun season out of my pack. 
I don't know why. It's just it doesn't right. take any weight up, but I just put all my gun You're stuff. Like, oh, in there. I don't need yeah. this. I don't need it right now. Well, some right. dumbass didn't put it back. Yeah, and uh, I'm sitting there literally. I'm sitting there staring at the tree, thinking, "What the hell should I do? Should I just walk back to the truck and just sit in there like, like a retard, <laughs> all pouty? Yeah, yeah. all pouty because <laughs> I didn't feel like Lord. walking, but." It, it, you know, I get so hot when I when I get dropping all there. the offensive terms on this episode. <laughs> <laughs> Fag, retard. What else? Oh, Nick? Come on. I did say retarded, didn't I? <laughs> yeah, it's okay. It's not allowed anymore. You, you, dude, five bring, years ago, we could say whatever we wanted. That's why we have podcasts. It so is whatever the fuck we want. Yeah. It, sorry. Okay. We're <laughs> sorry. sorry. We don't mean it. It's just. We're, we're from Illinois. Hey, we got nothing sorry. better to do. I love. Yeah. I love Other than go retard. to Casey's and watch dude, corn getting picked. I love them all. <laughs> love them all. I love fags. Love you. Great people, You're so man. happy. It's we don't actually we don't, mean it. That's a no. Funny it's thing. just like, the term it's anymore. Just, it's a great word. It's a term. They they <laughs> use a, it. Why a, can't we? It's a great word. <laughs> it's a great word. <laughs> Especially we can't say the word fuck boy anymore because they're all going to be offended by <laughs> the all word the fuck boys are going to be offended. <laughs> yeah. Speaking fuck of that, boy. you yeah, should have like that episode. on your license plate, Steve. <laughs> what yes, fuck, fuck boy? Yeah, I'm not a fuck boy. Never have been. Never will be. You're the OG fuck. Ain't even cut from fuck boy cloth. Dude, dude, you are cut. Yeah. You are a fuck though. <laughs> oh my god, Jesus so Christ! Why do we? This is a hunting podcast. We don't need it to is. clarify ourselves for saying right, fag and retard. Like it's, all right, back we to don't the mean hunt. it. They know. So I'm sitting there, all rejected, dejected, staring at the tree. I had a moment of silence, thinking, "God damn, I'm dumbass." <laughs> a moment of silence. Yep. So I'm going through my options. I'm like, "Do I either go back to the truck? Do I just sit and stand and just watch the birds, or yeah. do I?" Yeah, my buddy's hunting. You know, just down the ridge. Maybe I know he's got a spare release in his pack. Do I go ruin his hunt to borrow a release and get up in the tree? I'm like, "Eh, I'm just gonna sit." And if I'll figure something out, yeah, you'll finger something. I'll out. finger something out. <laughs> you'll finger something out. <laughs> and uh, I climb up in the tree, nice. and I'm sitting there, savage. And I'm thinking to myself, what the hell could I do to to help? If I had a deer come in, what could I do? So I cut the string off my fucking rangefinder. <laughs> I'm the, like it was trying, a paracord. Yeah, and I'm and trying, you're trying to, to like, rig something. I'm trying up. to rig something so I could slip it through the D loop and just let go. <laughs> You know, and I'm like, you know what? That ain't, I, I couldn't draw my bow that way. You're engineering like, something. I'm at this trying point. to engineer yeah. a release out of a string. I'm like, this worked in the past, didn't it? Redneck. This is what the Indians did. No, they didn't. Sorry. No, no, they didn't. Native Americans. There you go. Yeah. yeah. Sorry, and, Steve. Uh, better. better. Steve's sorry. The politically so correct. The indigenous police. people Steve. did. <laughs> yeah. But uh, I knew that wasn't going to work, and I, I had, I was like, you know what? I'm just if a deer if it's big enough to shoot, I'm just gonna shoot with my fingers. Yeah. So and I told myself anything over twenty yards is out off game. Of course. So I dialed my tetra. But you've also I talked to you about this before. You said you've shot like this I, before. I've shot just for fun a couple times and I know that I just I, to see what happened yeah, or what? Just know, for fun. Just for fun, you know, for I'm shits like and grins. And I, I used to shoot traditional a lot. Yeah. And uh I feel like, man, it can't be the same. Just, you know, it, 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 yeah, it's not the same, but, uh, but I knew that I hit a little left anyways, when I, when I shot fingers, when I did it before, it's only been like five or six shots. And, uh, so I dialed the Tetra into 20. I'm like anything over 20. I'm, I'm it's not out. shooting. It's, it's done. Game, game over. Right. 
And sure as shit, I about I think it was like eight ish. I I seen a yearling doe come up over the hill, and that's what I live for late season is yearling does because those big bucks they get the the yearling does aren't as smart as the doe the the mature does during during the rut they're dumb mm-hmm. they they're not as uh marinated as the old does i might have fucked up when i smoked my yearling <laughs> that's another you, shirt you I, may have another shirt idea you definitely Mar- marinated <laughs> does marinated <laughs> yearlings you probably, marinated you probably did mess up. No, I think I did. <laughs> I know you did. Now that you say something, I'm really it's, regretting. I know you did. This time of year, I love like if if you're if you got a on your trail cameras, if you're seeing does early season with yearling does, note that because come first of December, middle of December, all those yearling does are going to be coming in, and as, so, tip, as soon as man. they come in. That's those a big huge bucks, tip. Those big bucks, yeah, they they get dumb. They're dumber than during the rut because the yearling does are not a mature doe. A mature doe will peg your ass from 150 yards just because she's a bitch. She's a bitch, <laughs> and then she'll blow at you. So you're saying these, these yearling does start acting like. <laughs> Like those, dude. Basically, you they're gotta, like the young girls, and the bucks start turning into like divorced forty-two-year-old guys exactly. with Harleys, right? So yeah. they start making stupid. These yearling does start turning into hoes, and everybody starts <laughs> oh losing their mind. God. All right, I screwed up. And hey, I guess I screwed up bad. That's what she did. She came up and she was acting weird. She pissed like three times in one spot. Like she moved a step, pissed again, moved a step, pissed again. I'm like, man, I bet Hot. she's, she's got to be coming in. And within five minutes, bucks started popping out. From from everywhere. Isn't that crazy? It was crazy. Like I had uh, a little eight point, and then I had a a busted up spike, and then a half racker, and all these deer are in there chasing this yearling doe. And the half racker was a real decent buck, but he if he would have had both sides, he'd have been a shooter. And after about fifteen minutes, the bully buck came up out of the bottom, and he started pushing her. Yeah. I grunted at this deer twice and he flipped did a one eighty and he ran all the way in. And as he's coming as he's coming in, his antlers brush a little shrub tree and he just starts rip he's like, Not today. <laughs> don't touch me, bro. <laughs> don't touch me. And he's, don't start, me bro. he's beating the shit out of this tree. And Not I think in my I, house. I I bring my phone out, I'm like, I'm gonna Snapchat this shit. Uh and uh one he's Tearing the oh tree. yeah, and then I remember the Snapchat. Yeah, yeah. you're like, yeah. I'm like, what the? So when I get the Snapchat, I get. Did you two... actually send the Snapchat? Yeah, it was in the. Okay, I guess I'm, I I'm, I'm looking this shit late, and the next thing I know, I'm like looking at this. I'm like, oh, the fucking video ain't loading. So click, click. Holy shit! What the fuck, dear is that? I remember this thing because I was in the tree. I'm like, Dana, you seen these? Like, yeah, I got a fucking hot doe in here, and there's deer everywhere. I'm like, <laughs> everywhere. I'm like, I seen one deer yeah, this morning. Dude, I, I seen one I get, doe. I get this that. Morning. I think like a couple hours later, you're like, yeah, I still have only seen one deer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but it's that yearling, that yearling doe, and and I'm telling you what. Anyway, he come he comes up to the uh, the fence, and he's like 30 yards out, and uh, he's I. I I start Snapchatting him, and as soon as I start rolling tape, he stops, and he comes right to the fence. He's looking for me, so I'm trying to put my phone back in my pocket, and uh, he jumps the fence, and 
as soon as he jumps the fence, he starts looking around to see where the grunts came from. Yeah. And then he works in. He's probably five yards out by now. Works under the tree and starts walking away. And I draw back when he's under the tree. Fingers. Fingers. Straight fingers. Three fingers. One top. Two, two bottom. bottom. Classic. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Classic. I, I settled oh, on his. You didn't go two top, one bottom? No. 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 Damn. We'll we'll do do that. That. That's old school, bro. We'll that do. is. That is. That's Some like boomer elementary. status right there. But, uh, <laughs> boomer status. <laughs> I, uh, I kind of aimed back. <laughs> okay, boomer. Basically by his gut. Because uh-huh. I knew. And, and when I shot, it it went right through the lung and stuck right in the opposite shoulder. And that deer. Beautiful. Talk was, about knowing your equipment. That's a fucking beautiful. veteran. No, I think right you're there. just the luckiest son of I a think bitch I, around. I'm not going to I'm not gonna condone that kind of behavior. But <laughs> you, said, <laughs> you said you knew you shot left with fingers. I, I knew I shot I, left because the way it rolls off my finger. Yeah. It's, you know, traditional when you're using an actual glove, it's supposed to slide off your fingertip. But you knew that you shot left. Yeah, and with with a compound, you know, it's a lot... I feel like it's a lot harder to draw back fingers than you are with a traditional bow. Yeah. And, uh... Especially with the rollover and all that. Yeah, and I, it worked out perfect. Like I said, I don't recommend... But it, in a pinch, <laughs> in a finger pinch, it worked just fine. <laughs> if, you, if you forget your release... It's possible. It is possible. It's possible. It is possible. Maybe practice though. Yeah, and then I, uh, my my buddy Brock, he was he was hunting where the deer ran. He ran over by him, and uh, I texted him. I was like, "Hey, uh, you see any deer run by?" And he's like, "Man, I I hear a deer coughing down. There, <laughs> there's all kinds of commotion. There's a deer coughing. Yeah, you, might. <laughs> you know, I kind of let him on for a while. You know, and." And he must have pneumonia or something. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there was a yearling by me that just kept hacking. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, must have allergies. After an hour and a half or so, I knew that deer was dead because where I where I put it, he it was just that good. It was that you know, and it went down through through all the goodens. And uh, anyways, <laughs> he climbed down from the stand, and as he's walking to come meet me, he had actually found the buck. Oh, really? Yeah, he could see the big white belly up on the hillside, and it, it died probably 40 yards from him. But <laughs> And he tried to keep it secret, but I could just tell by the way he was acting. That he's acting that he, he, he had he, something. He was hiding knew something. It. You knew it. That's funny. He didn't, he didn't actually see the deer die, but he, he could He saw what he got down or Yeah, him. he could hear it. He's like, man, it hacked and hacked and hacked, and I was like... That's lung blood. That's funny, man. <laughs> that 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 shit does not happen often. Yeah. No, it doesn't. No. I, I, and probably the worst sound ever. Oh, oh, I like the sound because you know you did it. <laughs> yeah, you know it's <laughs> yeah, no you shit. know it's done. Yeah, and you know oh, trying know, to breathe with just... no no breathes. And by the the blood <laughs> trail, that's a shirt right there, man. <laughs> Write that down. I I didn't nah, see. I'm that, trying to that, breathe, that. but I got no breathes left. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't see the breathe. actual deer go down. But by looking at the blood trail, you could tell that he had fell, got back oh, up, yeah. fell again, and then finally he was belly up, laying. Basically, his his snout was facing the sky. Oh right, yeah, right, it, right. you could and it shining. Was, yep, it was. It was pretty awesome. So what's cool about this buck is, I guess that story is cool because of how unique it is and like how it worked out and yep. all that. But I think the coolest part of that is the. One, are you mounting this deer? No, no. I, I'm going to euro mount him. But yeah, but the cleaning process. The cleaning right? process was yeah. crazy. So this deer 
and I knew this deer was a bully buck, but I go to Cape and Mount, and as I'm working down the neck, I could tell that there's old scar and new scar, and it looks like it's almost in the same spot where uh, Antler had punctured through his, his, I mean, I don't know how it didn't hit his windpipe, because it was, the, the scar tissue that was there was crazy, and uh, but he had two puncture wounds on his neck. And then I go to work up around the antlers, and I, I put the knife in behind the antler base to start caping him out, skull caping him. Yeah. And as soon as I poke that knife through the skin, abscess starts squirting oh, out shit. everywhere. You got an injury All there. over my hand and everything. Ugh. And you can see in the middle of his head, he's got a bald spot and everything. Ugh. And uh, I'm working down his face, and I work down to the, the right side of his face, and and his face is all scar tissue. Like you could see where he had got punctured through the cheek. And then underneath his eye was probably about two inches of scar tissue of meat. Jeez. So dude, this deer must've been Irish. So basically if you're looking at this deer skull <laughs> that I got in my hand right here, the, the meat stuck out like, Oh, oh no like shit. Right below in, the eye, right socket. below the eye socket. <laughs> dude, he's gotten and lucky every time I work it down. And in the cheek, you could see another puncture wound. And as I start working down the other side of the face, the the tooth, the one of the back molars is sticking straight out. And it looks like an antler had busted through that cheek and then went right through his knocked his, his other tooth. molar out. <laughs> it went from it went through one side and then knocked his tooth out. And, and, he, had, and he was still. How, how yeah. old do you think this deer was? I I can't tell. He he might be four. I mean, he's not. <laughs> What's crazy to me is that, yeah, he is a bully buck. Like that's probably just how he's wired. Yeah. But like after some of these major injuries, he, and who knows, that could all buck. been the same fight. Yeah. Uh -huh. I mean, the bases of his antlers were as bigger around than this, but then the further it, like, the deer couldn't it's grow antlers crazy. because all of his body was going to healing, healing, and, oh. and infection, and and damn. some like deer that don't, when they grow their antlers that are like since I carve them a lot, like some darker antlers are super porous. Like they don't get all the, all the same yeah, nutrients yeah, yeah. and stuff you know as they grow. Yeah. And all of his, <laughs> all of his tine tips were broke off and his tines were super dark, like black. Yeah. Like it, it quit growing too early and it's almost so like tips all, were real fragile. Yeah. Super fragile. Oh, yep. wow. That's interesting, man. Did I never thought about little that. Little gold gloves to like go under his plaque. <laughs> <laughs> I know he worked that tree over pretty the good. Fucking warrior, dude. Dang. So can you that's imagine insane. either that ass whooping happened all at once or maybe he kicked that ass. ass he just took a couple hits to get the well, ass I'm, kicking. But like I said, he's making a name. We for weren't himself. seeing yeah, any dude. mature bucks. I mean, the big bucks that are normally around were not there. And I'm wondering if it's because of that buck. That's probably like that little he, scrappy dude at he, a party. When you go to a party and there's a little short dude with a tall tee. And you're like, yeah, yeah. dude, that dude's holding the bottle of fucking E&J. Yeah, but he's not scaring anybody <laughs> off. Well, but you're like, I'm not going to that party. We're going to go to the bar instead. I might, I'm going to make a mildly bold statement now. And I might get a message about this, but I, I'm willing to do it. I think Ooh. in the Midwest without a big private farm, I think that's one of the rare few times where you can actually say, I cold a buck. Yeah, I mean, he was mm. maybe 120, 125 inches. Uh, by his bases, he looked like he should have been a lot bigger, but he just he just didn't have a That's huge crazy. rack. Yeah, saw that scar tissue. That's awesome. Yeah, it was he was a fighter. 
All the other bugs it hit the SpongeBob meme. All right, I'm gonna head out <laughs> as soon as they saw him. Well, congrats, man, on a crazy season awesome. from sheds yeah. to tagging out and all that. That's yeah, awesome, I've man. Had, now it's time to kill some doves. That's right, kill and uh, find some sheds here in a few months. I can't wait. They're yeah. already dropped. Don't say that. <laughs> Don't say, can't say well, that. no. By the time this airs. There's going to air market. There's a couple guys on Facebook that have picked up like five or six 70 inches and a couple 80 inches already. I can't look at that. What do you, what do you think that's that's about? Because there's that's been not that like shit anywhere that's on around. Facebook. That's called staging photos. Is that what that is? Because yep, like lights. up in Wisconsin, people are like, oh, I found this fucking. No. Okay. So some of their. <laughs> some deer we go. drop early. Hey, we're about to stage some photos for the podcast, and only our real listeners that listen to the episodes will know. They will know. Everybody else can kick rocks, huh? Are you right? Yeah, with me, kick huh? Rocks. Yep, we're with you. I love that. <laughs> so, like, if deer were injured early, or uh, say a deer got shot and he's trying to recover, well, he's. His body is basically trying to heal that wound. So if he was wounded and not killed, well, a good point. All of all of his everything's going to to heal that wound. Well, he doesn't need his antlers anymore, and they'll start to cut that blood point. supply. Off yeah, they'll cut it off, yeah. and then they'll drop. Well, that's you know a lot of people. I've shot a deer that it was in December, and I was dragging him out, but he had he was like the deer that I had just shot. He had battle scars on him, and as I was dragging him out, his antler popped off. Oh, shit. Yep, so they'll drop him early, and it, you know, it, it, to me, it's all from stress. It could be from other stuff. I'm not a scientist, but, you know. Well, here's well, a good pretty story. Pretty much you are. A guy I work with that hunts with the Johnsons, he was hunting last weekend, which had been Illinois' second firearm season. He saw a buck came in limping really bad, and it was a nice buck anyway, for especially for him. And because uh, he, he's just not a big hunter, only shotgun yep. hunts. He's never killed a real sizable buck. He's like, that's a good buck. I'm going to shoot him. He shoots him. This buck falls and kind of like flops around a minute for it, for it expired and shed both its antlers no during that. But it had that wound um, when he, or when he got up to it, it had uh, it had like down to the bone wound on its leg. So it was like dragging its leg. So I think during first shotgun season, it probably got shot and shed and, and is, and is that why you see like a lot of half rack bucks maybe they got into a fight you know uh early november and then all of a sudden yet yeah, later in the season yeah they're still healing from those wounds because obviously they don't get medical fucking care yeah um <laughs> <laughs> but like now Thank all of a sudden so. they got they got half racks so they're like hey yeah my fucking elbows fucked but uh i'm still good to go it i i don't think that's I think always it's, the case i don't think it's not no, always no. the case i'm just kind of curious no it's it, to me, that's stress induced. Like, is it okay? I mean, you're. I mean, think think about what your body's got to go through to heal if you, if you break your hand. Bad example of me. Well, like, not you. Go to go to Duggar I remember seeing. Go to Duggar I remember seeing. I don't know if it was like North American <laughs> whitetail back in the day where they found a dead buck, and then right next to the dead buck, they found a set of shed, matching sheds sheds right next to him, like during season where two bucks locked up and one got so stressed and all that after the other one had died that it shed its antlers to like get, get free and got free got yep. free yeah it's like, fucking high, wild high high stress they don't need them anymore you know yeah. and it just it just testosterone is just like exactly. dropped out of the situation and they're like oh well, it's just, take i mean it's a life or death deal you know it anyway it's wild to think about 
Congrats, man. Thank you. Congrats. Thank you very Congrats. much. Way to go, Dana. I've had a good Killer. couple years. Thank Way you for to coming back to the show. We appreciate you coming back. You, come back. Was you need year. to come back Jeez. more often. I can. Yeah, Thank we you. need to make that happen, especially uh, come shed season. Yeah, I think that we're going sure. to set the flag on the ground on when people need to shed hunt. We need yep. to go in-depth in on, depth. Sh- on shed Trying to actually get down to the secrets of the pace. I think Ooh. I don't know if everybody's ready for all that. Keeping up with the pace, yeah. we'll see. Well, what's going to happen <laughs> is you'll just start talking, and we're going to the living room and drink beer, and then maybe we'll we could do that a live podcast. So this year it's going to be eighty sheds and a hundred inch shed. Whoa, easy. easy. That's my next goal. Whoa. I've already hit the. I'm, I'm in the nineties now. You I got to hit a hundred. I like That's it, a man. tough one to hit. That's hey, a, you got to set your goals. I, set I don't them high, have, right? I don't know of any deer like that on the properties I shed hunt. Yeah, that'd be nuts. That'd be a super It would freak. be. Well, hell yeah. Well, thanks, man. We appreciate you coming out. Thanks for having me. Thanks for having Absolutely. me part of the team. Of course. I think you are obviously a great choice to represent our brand. We really appreciate it. You're a good draft pick. Thank you. <laughs> Very good draft pick. <laughs> He's also wearing sure. uh, one of the finest Richardson hats that's ever been produced by the Working Class Bowhunter. Go to workingclassbowhunter.com store. And uh, do we have any more Illinois hats? We do. I think we do. And here's Go what I'm going to say. Out. Thanks, everyone, for listening. Sorry about the bad words. Get back to welding. You know what to do. We love you. Go shoot your bow. We love our welders. We knew you guys enjoyed it the most. <laughs> Go get it. Don't miss Thursdays with Saltwater Experience. Brought to you by Golden Boat Lifts. Every Thursday night from 7 to 10 p.m. Eastern on Waypoint TV. The destination for outdoor entertainment.